0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Representing for KXRW, your Community Connection Internet Radio Station. For you guys out there from last night, you guys know I had a little technical problem. So anybody that's out there, send me a text. Let me know that you can hear me loudly and clearly. Let me know. Represent for me. And as you know, as we start every show, uh, like I start every show and how I end every show, I would start with my intro. Which you know, most of you guys really like my intro. Thank you for all your support and your. Uh, your information that you guys put out there. I'd like to send a shout out there to uh Greater LA, the African uh African Chamber. Uh they invited me to be their friend on Facebook and there are gonna be some really good events coming up. I'm gonna be attending. So this uh as far as my act- my activism it's gonna be taking a whole new high whole new level. Uh I'm coming in contact with a lot of uh city officials uh, uh, state, local, uh, government officials who are going to be coming in, sitting in, and sitting down with me and representing and answering the questions that you have in mind. So tonight in recognition, like I always do, I send out my first shout out to God, who makes everything possible, the reason why I have this radio station, the reason that I'm here, the reason that we're all out here, to be a community, to be a community resource. Uh, a change, to make a change. You guys out there, can you guys hear me? Send me a text if you guys are hearing me. All right, I'm going to go ahead and send that props up to God to we'll make it
0: all possible. Oh.
1: All my classmates out there who are going to school this summer i'm gonna I've really missed you. hopefully you're out there they spend a little time. I'll be seeing you in the next coming up week i'm gonna be taking uh trying to get the radio station to broadcast from school from campus so I'm gonna be talking to administration and we're gonna see so cross your fingers. I'm in pretty good with all the uh you know teachers scholars you know donna Watson human services uh miss Patricia and uh disabled students as well. Are you guys representing uh, Miss Dunnett Steele, going to be doing work experience with her. She already sent it to me. Wow. Thank you. Much love. I hope Hopefully, you're out there listening, too. I'll be seeing you soon with my work uh, experience papers filled out for you. All righty. So, it is now 11.07 in the p.m. You're here with Gina's Group Theory. Uh, we had a great time last night. I got a lot of information to share with you. First and foremost, we're going to send out another shout to a young lady who made it very, she made it far. She had some she had some life struggles. She dealt with drugs. She dealt with uh, just fame, fortune, and then she found her ground. We're going to go ahead and send another shout out to her as well. And She always thanks God for me first, but here you go. Monday night? No, Tuesday night. Sorry about that. I'm thinking i where I was yesterday. Tuesday night, July 24th, of 2012. Saying a shout out to uh, all my listeners out there, to my daughter, who's probably uh, hanging out with her friends, my son, who should be on his way home. Hoping you guys are hearing me very clearly. Um, we had some very serious issues out there. We, uh, we had a um, a caller who called in by the name of Damien, and uh, we had Bishop out there as well. Uh, we were missing Jay, but I do believe he's out and about, and he'll be out here as well tonight. A quite interesting conversation. Uh, you know, we've been touching on a lot of uh, issues, and I tell you, you know, uh, most of you guys who know me know I'm not really, uh, you know, I mean, because I was baptized as a baby as a Catholic, me and my my brother Bishop as well. We were baptized as infants. uh you know, but I'm not really, I don't have a real, you know, strong following as far as, the, the, you know, going into church and, you know, going into listening I do have an issue with that, like so many other people. And then uh, with that, I'm not really churchy or really Bible-beauty, but I do have praise and glory for God because I know he, he He works in my life. You know, I can't really testify to anybody else, but he works in favor for me, and that works in favor for you. So even if he doesn't touch your life, if he touched you to touch me, then he's touching your life. You know, believe me. But, you know, like I posted out there, you know, believe what I tell you is true because it's life experience. Um, uh, I when I got touched uh this morning. Uh this morning I was up doing a lot of uh, follow up uh, looking into some organizations, uh nonprofit organizations. Uh to see, you know, what's out there, what what is that I can do to help me carry on with the, uh, you know, with the radio station. You know, everything is pretty much okay set up right now, but like for the future as well, as you know, what resources are out there available to me. And uh I got this uh, uh a friend invite uh, on Facebook from uh, greater LA African um, Chambers, and uh, they wanted to be my friend, befriend me. So I, I, I befriended them as well. And uh, in doing so, I find out that there are a lot of resources, there are a lot of events that are going on that's coming up. I'm gonna share some of those with you. I'm gonna pull them up. Uh, if if need be, uh, you know, like I tell you, grab a pen, paper. I need you guys to go out and check out this website. Uh, there are, uh, you know, we talk about resources in the community. We talk about what can we do, where is this, where is that. It's like God is opening up the doors for me. You know, this is what my personal feelings are. Uh, I, when they touched me and then I went into their, their uh, website, I was able to see their calendar of events. And there is an event coming up uh, July 20th, uh I believe it's from 830 to 3 p.m. It's It's going to be an open session with uh uh, U.S. US uh, small Business Administration, Victor. Uh, his name is Victor. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me grab my notebook because I've been up and busy. He's going to be taking one-on-one personal, well, one, one I guess you could say one-on-many uh, questions about small business, uh, about people who are interested in getting to, into small business. If you have a small business or if you're about to start a small business, Touching tapping into those capital. He he it's stress capital. So grab your pens piece of paper, and I'm, I'm grabbing my notebook. so I shoot these these uh hold on, hold on, I got somebody out there who let me go ahead and test and see who this is. Hold on one second. Hey. Hello, this is Gina. You're live with Gina,
2: Hey, how are you, Gina?
1: Hey, how are you doing?
2: I'm good.
1: Hi, ah, yeah, hiding. so you made it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's been. My son wants to say, Just say hi.
1: Say hi. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Oh, good, good night. Have yeah, a good
2: night. He's supposed to be sleeping. Go, boy, go to sleep. He's trying to stay
1: up. Well, have a good night's rest.
2: Yeah, he's, uh, when you finished um giving the info have, um you mentioned a few things that I'd like to if you don't mind give some additional feedback on
1: okay, sorry about that yeah
2: yeah yeah so i I don't want to interject uh too much now. I know you were giving out some information about volunteering and things like that, so I'll just chill until that done.
3: Oh, no, no. Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, as I as I get my notebooks and get my stuff together, you know, you're oh, okay. always welcome. That's Jay, everybody. Jay is what my daughter says, is the male me. She's like, you guys, our are, are, are chemistry work good and my brother says it as well. We pretty much... Uh, yeah, I'm glad she
2: job. didn't say I'm, I'm the female you. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> no, she wouldn't dare say that. She wouldn't dare say yeah. that. But, um,
0: yeah, pretty much. We pretty much uh network with
1: each other. He's in New York. Of course you guys know I'm out here in California. Uh very bright man. Shares does my sharing his uh his knowledge and his wealth. Uh, uh his wealth knowledge that he has and you know, for the better good for everybody. So Jay, go ahead.
2: You know? Yeah, I'm I'm Doc but somewhat knowledgeable.
1: You said you're right?
2: Doc, D A R K. You said I'm okay. bright. I don't want people to get the assumption that I'm uh, Caucasian.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, okay. You know
2: this?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just throwing but, that out there. He's just joking you guys. It's just but, in case the, our caller. What did you say?
2: Yeah, yeah. Just message. No, the, the, the notion of um, a, a supreme being, God, um, kind of coming into our lives and leading to Benefits for third parties, other people. I think that just from what I have experienced in life that God seems to have a hands-off approach after we're born. Um, And I say that because there's so much struggling and pain in the world. Salvation, uh, folks hungry at different levels, homeless, that um, I don't think that a higher being that is both loving and perfect would then come in and only assist a person through another person. I think humans create the mess and other humans, good folks, try and clean up the mess. Um, now, much of that mess may be attributable to a negative entity some people may call devil other people may have other names for that entity um but for, I just see hard working people trying to make changes and um you know i hope I hope we can all definitely bring about some some changes necessary and uh I appreciate the good work that you and good folks like you are doing to make things pop off for you know all the folks that need help. I know you well, also mentioned socialism last night, so later on or um, you know, whenever you're ready.
1: Well, um, hopefully uh our caller from last night, Damien, will call back in. Um, he was talk- he was basically talking uh I believe he was um from Wales, um and uh he was talking about so- socialism. He was talking about uh he brought up the fact that he feels that how we could end which you know, I didn't mean you know, I'm not really touchy about home. I mean, just because I've been there and done that, I I don't get really touchy. I'm very open about what people say to me. I listen. You know, I don't jump, you know, the gun or jump too fast to, you know, to to judge or to make call on. But, you know, he was like saying how we could end homelessness and how we could end, you know, it's uh, it's not a thing about ending homelessness. And then he mentioned, he said, well, you know, we mentioned race because we, we spoke of all races, you know, like I said. I, I don't really like the white, the black, and all the extra. I, I really don't like using those terms, but in respect and without any bias, you know, you know, I refer, you know, you know, no, you know, no discrimination. And he's like saying, well, you know, you know, he's in. He took the, the stance. Uh, he says with socialism we can stop homelessness by ending the wars. You know, he's like, uh, we're spending a lot of money on. We've been doing that. I mean, come on, we, we've been doing that since the beginning of time you know, with the war thing. I mean, they always rallied together to get something for war. But it wasn't even about homelessness. It's about community, you know. And, and like you said, well, you know, Mother Old England, you know, what she spoke of, and their medical, uh, you know, their medical benefits and how they take care of their people. Yeah, we sure, and I had to bring it to his attention. Anybody, yeah. you no know, no calling out, no pointing, no fingers. But the bottom line is good old Mother England is running this over here too on the downline. Okay, you know, European dollars, you know, just like you said, you find a Korea, you find a little Saigon, you find this, you find that. Yeah, well, you know what, that's because the main giant with all the money is pretty much hiding under everybody else, under these guys of banks and, you know, FDIC, federally funded uh, institutions. You know, they're the ones who put the money in. It's like, you know what, good old bloody England, you know, if it's all good like that, you know, and... You know, go on back there, you know, and live there. If that's what you want to live, that's really good. He's like, well, I'm not saying it's the best thing. No, no, the bottom line is this. If, in fact, you are living off just made money, like like I I spoke to him about unpaid labor. You know, I was having a conversation with uh, my uh, service guy, a shout out there to Brad, because I'm going to see you when you get back on Tuesday. We're going to have it out. South Bay Mercedes, got much love for you, but we're gonna have it out. I was speaking to him about uh, the last time I took my car in. Well, I went in for just regular maintenance and uh, walked out paying twenty two, twenty two plus, and then on top of that, I got an extra extended warranty which was thirty four. Uh, got a couple of discounts off seven hundred, so I walked out of Mercedes just paying what five, five, fifty six hundred or something. And so I'm like saying to him today, you know, my car is running kind of funny, and it has been ever since then. So I'm like saying, okay, when you look at the bill, and, you know, like I, I, you know, I mean, and then there's a wire hanging out the bottom. You know, he's like, well, you're going to have to do the diagnostic. I'm like, wait a minute. I just paid you guys not even a month ago uh, almost $2,300. That's not key. You know, why would I have to do another diagnostic? So I'm like saying, okay, well, when you look at the bill, when you look at the invoice, it's like the parts were $190-something. Do you realize $2,100 was just labor? So, when you think of that, and you think about how this country was built, what it was built on? It was built on free labor. And these people, like they say about oh, lazy people, don't go get no job, they don't work. With them. these people have never worked a job in their lives, and they just made money. They 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 were pretty much born into money. Free labor, free labor is one. That's a gift. That that's a, that's a given That's that's like that's better than a tax write-off. I mean, that's better than you know what I'm saying. I mean. They're talking about immigration and, you know, working people for little, you know, at least that's little pay right there. That's, that's not exactly free labor. That's minimized labor. But when you get free labor and you take out the whole labor, and all you have to do is make trade and money and pass dollars and, you know, reap the benefits of diamonds, gold, and, and, and extra, and how they're doing over there in all these countries, especially Africa, where all of the riches are. You know, that they're, they're not, if you're not paying anybody to go in there to do the diamonds, to get the diamonds, to get the, all the the, the minerals. And you're not paying anybody for that, right? But you've you got free labor because you're enslaving people, and that's what we ha- that's what everybody's been doing all the beginning of time. You haven't paid a cent. So you think about, I mean, that's starting off with a hell of an overhead. You know, I talk about over when you start a business, you should limit overhead. You know, I know this because I, I've been taking care of business since I was six years old. So overhead is your main thing. So when you say free labor... You totally take out overhead. I mean, so how many of us have gotten the opportunity to start off without that? You know, he spoke of people coming over here, going to school and this and that, whatever. You know, I understand all that, but who is making decisions on them to come over here and go to school? It's because it's guilt. It's old guilt, and it's paying it back to the people. When they come over here, they can open up shops and they can do this. We can't do this over here. Whatever, you can't do it in their country either. Because they come here, they get our education. They learn up to fly our planes into our, you know, our buildings or whatever the case may be. They come over and get our education, they go back home. Well, that's nobody's fault. And that's good. That's a good thing. You They come here to get an education and go back home and use it. Nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. But who makes the call on that? You can't say, well, the, uh, the government doesn't care. Well, you're not making them care. You're not giving them a reason to answer. Like I say, how many people are at City Hall meet? You know what I mean?
0: Are you representing?
1: Why are you sitting? He said, "Well, I've been homeless," and he did give a shout out to Host Mesa. There is some feeding going out there. Maybe he'll call in. Give up? He was homeless, so like I said, so that means you're you're on my level. Then you're poor. What these communities are going to be based are from rich or rich. It's going to be either you're rich and you got dollars like Oprah, or you're going to be poor. And poor means hard working, check to check. You know, poor doesn't have to mean you're on the street poor, but poor is barely making it. And so, if you were sleeping in your car, sir, hold up. <laughs> if you were sleeping in your car, you're in my you're in my community. I understand that. So if it happened to you, and, and you're not even black or, you know, Native American, and he he's 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 a uh, English. So I mean, it happened to you. So, hello, wake up. Not about it's not about color, because you were sleeping in your car and you've been homeless and dealt with it too. So that makes us what? All the same, right? Because it can happen to anybody, you know?
2: Yeah. It, I think, the if that can happen, is on a, from a visual standpoint, we could picture it as steps, and the top step would be the super rich, uh, Queen of England, the Pope, etc. But when you look at the bottom step, probably in the ground floor, if not the basement, you're going to have the natives of most uh, cultures, the indigenous, the black, brown people. Somewhere around the third or fourth step in that uh, this structure I'm talking about when it comes to who has it best, in terms of finance, at least. I'm not talking who's good people or who's, you know, you could be broke and still a good person, uh, what we, the average white person. So white people that are catching hell are catching hell, but typically to a different degree, a different quantity. And if they're at the same level, then that really must indicate, in my humble opinion, either that they really have been in the struggle actually working with the community, so therefore they get the same beating. Um, there was a term, a hand lover, Negro lover. Or that person ended up making some drastic uh, mistakes in their life, maybe from the drug end or decisions in business. So there's definitely, I don't see an. uh the the level of pain being equal when I talk to um, white folks going through suffering as black folks, because when you even look at it from a statistical standpoint, if you look at communities, let's say 100% black folks, you can find a much higher level of um, drama, pain, bills, homelessness, depression. And then you take a cross-section of a white community, in Cali or New York, you're going to find that their levels of drama is, is, is much different than ours. So, even when I hear of someone from the outside community, I consider their struggle to be an outlier from a statistical standpoint, meaning you look at a cluster, and the average white person in a cluster is not going through the same cluster that the average black person is doing. But if we take one or two or even a hundred outliers out of a hundred thousand who don't fit that, we we could come to the false assumption that everything's equal. Even in slave days, you had some white folks that were having a hard time, didn't own a plantation, and you know lost their home and uh, had the KKK even beat them up if they were down with black folks. But it didn't mean that they were their their people at, in general had the same struggle. It just meant that for different factors, they were going through hell. You mentioned free labor, and it's very interesting that there's free labor even in China, and there's free labor in America. America has a prison system, and in some cases, the brothers and sisters and even some of the white brothers in there are pressing up license plates, etc. That's free labor. America originally had tons of free labor. First they tried Irish and a few groups, but that didn't work out. So they brought in some people that definitely can struggle and survive. The Africans, and that was free labor. But China and Russia have similar free labor. They just call it something different. In Russia, well, it's changing a lot. Russia, but you know, up to today, you have people thinking they're working for you know the motherland and Russia. But really, in Russia, you have billionaires also, making money off those same people. In China, you have billionaires. Um, It's just that people use a name for a system, but in the end, they're still ripping people off. I don't think it means that communism, socialism, or even uh, democracies and and capitalism are necessarily bad things. What it is, just like in religion, a lot of people call themselves... Muslim or Christian, etc., or even atheist, but they're not really. They just use it to, you know, that's their calling card to to steal and plunder. If if you're in China, you you won't say you're, you know, capitalist. You go in there and say, yeah, I'm down with you Yeah, how do I make this money and rip these people off? If you're in Russia, same thing, you know. Yeah, I'm down with the Russian party. What's up? Where's the cash? Where's the cheese? And when you come to America, yeah, I'm capitalist. And guess what? The Queen of England, the Pope, all these folks, have business alliances with people in China, with people in America, with people in Saudi Arabia, and vice versa. The Saudi royal family has business deals with American top elite, with British, with Chinese, but then they tell us, oh, well, if you're black, you're supposed to live like this. So if you're Muslim, oh, yeah, we're going to cut your woman's head off if she does so-and-so, especially in Sharia law, that is. So it's a, it's a game they play, and... Once we come aware of their scam, then we know that we can, you know, get free of, of the drama and uh, really look at financial and political economic systems and even religious systems from another perspective as opposed to thinking that we're going to fight wars over who's communist, who's socialist, and who's capitalist. Um, so that's my thought on the free paper scam, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, uh, just to touch on this, just to bring awareness I wasn't well you know you're you're very well knowledgeable uh when we we're speaking about the free labor as far as the prison uh, system uh got to send a shout out that ninety six understand me ninety six percent of all inmates all over the United States are both men. And I know you saw that uh, post that I posted about the unemployment highest unemployment three cities Richmond Oakland and San Francisco third three highest in the top ten of of where black where black man can get can get a job so I wanted to send that out and as you know who is who's leading in second leading in second uh who's coming second on on uh, the the most populated uh uh, it, it, I think to take a guess. Who's coming in second after United States, with the 96% of all in are black? Who's the second runner-up? Hey, take a guess. England, possibly. Oh no! You're close. You're close. You're close. They got something to do with it, but no. You're close. South Africa has is the number two highest. We have in common. As far as black males being in the so here we go, so okay, because uh you know that's why I tell a lot of you know uh let's, let's go ahead and represent for the time, give up some time uh it is now eleven thirty six p m in beach california you're representing here with KXRW your community connection internet radio station, you're out here with my good friend from New York, Jay, and this is Gina. Uh, I'm on Gina's group theory. We're having this uh, conversation. Hopefully, maybe uh, you know. And we had a brother who came here. And he uh, he spoke pretty much. Not really. Uh, he wasn't pessimistic, but he said was, you know, we no longer can you know depend on the government and government officials to do this job. It's a, it's it's not a job for them at this point. It's a job for a community. So, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I'm saying, okay, and what he says, yes, not to yes, not to be down on it, you know, but he was, you know, I mean, you know, maybe, you know, maybe because there's some, we're not going to say all oh, are self-serving, um, and just like Omar, Omar on the DVD that I have, Omar, <laughs> Omar, I believe, it's John, he said, you know, he's the one who stated that, yeah, you know, he believes in reparations for the black man, but but you know, not right now because we're not united. We're not united and so what we're gonna do is you give us right now we're gonna turn it right back, it's gonna go right back and go right back to the main and that and that's much what it all does. You know, their, money, their money goes through the system. well dollars goes through the system hundreds of times. You know, even even China, you know, which is at the lowest, their 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 currency flows through our system, our money system, at least five times. And like, you know, he said there, you know, do do I own a do I own an airport? Do I own a hospital? Uh, do I own a large corporation. Do I own a, a mega, mega entertainment? Uh, no. Um, how many do you know? Not me. Uh, he did speak on a you know the rappers and you know we did talk talk about that yeah. a little bit last night about the rappers and you know he had said that there's not you know that you know they're misleading too. But I wanted to say he did make a he was correct on this because ludicrous own his own production. Uh so does Matthew owns his you know. There are Dr. Dre owns his oh, I think he sold Death Roads where in it, it's in the open. It's all, you know, pretty much owned by and all that backing is pretty much, you know, Jewish. So the bottom line is this and like I spoke about, it, you know, the reason why, you know, it came to me when I saw Schindler's list and I, and I read about and we were talking about oh you uh know, 'cause he had mentioned, you know, back in the seventies, you know, that's when life was good. You know, where were you born? I was like, well, I was 68. So he's like, well, you know, that's when life is good. And I'm like, you know what? Wasn't that when flower children and they were smoking weed and all that and sitting on heels and grassy nose while Kennedy was getting his meat pilled? You know, weren't they all, you know, smoking with flowers and all kinds? Of, you know, come on. Was like, you guys were getting high pretty much. So that was a good time for you? Cause that's, when I'm like, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Because the a said, uh, was that a good time? I, you know, I, I don't recall. I, I think 1965 was what's right. And I think from 1965, then, you know, I, I don't know where he was about living in 70s, in the 70s, where it was so good is when life was, you know what, uh, you know, pretty much life has been really good. Uh, yeah, I've been here since 68. Life is good because my mom made it good. The women in my family made it good. They made it as best as they could. But I don't recall of this time in the era where it was so much, you know, prosperity. Yeah,
4: the,
2: there was... Um if you think of the 60s, at least some of them, the American, um, during the American time period, the goodness that existed, which he may have been referencing, and some of us think about, is the good potential when we were coming to the point, it seems, where um, color would not have been a critical component of deciding who gets, you know, ahead in America, instead would be your work ethic and if you didn't want to work, cool, you could stay in the park and you know smoke a fatty and you're all good. The problem is though that the system killed off many of the leaders from the 60s and many of our heroes and so th- it was good in a sense but if you eliminate the potential for good, because potential is wonderful, you then have the real reality of what uh, black and native folks were going through back then and it wasn't that good. So we had a good feeling in our heart, and we saw good potential, and maybe in people, like his eyes, they saw that as good. But you know, it's almost like when people use the phrase "I wish it was." Back in the good old days, uh, back in the good old days, it wasn't good for everybody, and Native Indians still sitting around, probably pissed off at <laughs> talking about the good days. You know, they still ready to get a phone now and hopefully jack people up. Okay. Um, but it ties also to unemployment because, if I could mention this, with the unemployment rates in America, and you mentioned South Africa, etc., cetera, um, Uganda isn't even on most lists when it comes to unemployment because statistics is such a wonderful thing to, to study because then you start to really learn a lot of the stories and headlines and tables that we go by there's some statistician or a group of statisticians who put together the numbers. Now, what do they do to figure unemployment? First of all, they don't count the underemployed. And what an underemployed person represents is a person who isn't even looking anymore in the traditional job market. So you could have an unemployment figure of 10%, but you could have, half of a population of males and females who aren't working, got no income coming in, or they might be on the side, you know, um, shining shoes or maybe slinging some rocks or something, which is a big risk. So that's one thing that is not shown in unemployment figures. But the second thing that's typically not shown is a breakdown by the the person's sex and their ethnicity, so if we look at unemployment figures for America, oh, you know, it sounds great. Oh, when it's eight percent, twelve percent, people are ready to. Oh my God, it's so bad. But they don't typically now say. But in the black community, that thing is them forty percent sometimes, and in the case of black men, in some some states, higher. So and if you then on the flip side look at it, you say, well, okay, unemployment is let's say eight percent. Now let's extract from that the white Caucasian uh community, they're gonna be lower. They're not at eight percent. In general, if you're averaging it out by ethnicity, they're going to be somewhere around four or five percent. So if you look at those two groups then intelligently and say, well if one group is at four or five percent, another group is at, let's say thirty five percent, that's a huge gap. So the numbers game that that is played often, um even in interviews, you have well we did a survey of Thousand people, thousand people out of what population? A thousand and one, or out of a million? A thousand out of a million isn't really a representation. Because if you get fifty thousand, then you start to see the truth come out. And say, wait a minute, this statistic we were misled. And then what they don't tell you is wh- where did they stand to do that survey? Did they stand in a poor community, or were they standing across from you know in the suburbs somewhere, or were they standing near to the school? Where students attend and you're asking a survey about the school and some students don't want to be, you know, jacked up in school, lose grades, so they're going to lie. When I watch shows on TV and hear stats, I'm always asking critical questions. Well, who were the people? Where did you take the survey? Out of how many? What was the population? And was it a loaded question? Do you understand? They can easily ask loaded questions. And what are the options? Just a yes or no? The option may not be yes or no. The option okay. may be, well, I'm not sure. Or here's another alternative. You all are just telling me, should we shoot people or should we hang them if they smoke a joint? Uh, no other option? No. If you don't want to answer, go on down the road and subject you know, it's a, it's a game that they play in the system. And I'm hoping more people start to you know, get their children more interested in statistics. Um, you don't have to become a statistician or pursue it as a career. But then you can, when they come on with their stats, you can ask them some questions. Because believe me, when it comes to their issues, they ask these types of questions, and they say, "Well, what are you talking about? Certain white people? Well, who was the population? You know, you don't run that on them, but they run it on us all day."
1: That's you know what, and that's kind of funny that you would say that. Uh, Just like in the 3D, uh, it was a a segment about uh, one of the uh, 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 council members. u s uh uh governor I believe, uh, stood up at one of the uh, he stood up at uh, one of the council meetings and he began to uh quote uh biblical uh due to the trayvon uh martin case he was standing there and then he was, he was i don't know if you guys saw it well in the they show that and then they show the, uh, the white uh, reporter who was doing it you know, Segment on it. Uh, he uh, she was interviewing their, uh, black, uh, their black that city, that city black uh, official, which was a lady. And uh, it, it's so funny because you know you're so right because <laughs> they're be a, they're on point. Now in this interview, you know they showed him and he would not stop talking, and so you know the, he was hitting the gavel and they were you know like telling him to, you know move on or whatever. So she asked the uh, she asked the black. City official. She asked her, uh, would it be such a big deal now now here it goes, now she's white. She's like, Would it be such a big would this whole thing be be such a big deal if Trayvon was white? If if Trayvon was not black? And so the city official and this is what I tell you guys, I mean you gotta stay on point it's not your game. I don't care what it is, if you just even playing, at least you wanna make sure your A game is tight. Well, she goes into here she goes. Uh, she, she's about maybe fifty, sixty. She goes into oh, oh, certainly. I care just you know any child, any child that's killed. Uh, you know it, it wouldn't have made a difference. You know, and it goes into yeah. We had a, a white you know, a girl who was killed out here in Orange County, and she goes into you know the sprue of you know the support that you know no, she was it's not because he's black. And then in as she said it, the uh, reporter asked her, she said, hey, what was her name? It was a cold, cold. It's was Chicago. It was Chicago. Mm. <laughs> it's
2: Your line's breaking up, by the way.
1: Oh,
2: oh, oh! For for about thirty okay.
1: seconds. No, 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 that's okay. No, because I got a guest Uh I got guess that Let me go ahead and represent for her, because she's here. She I haven't seen her in a long time. She is uh, my spiritual guide. Her. Uh, pretty much, when she's around, she brings me some goodness. I'm going to go ahead and let, you say, let her say hello and let her represent and say hello to her uh, family out here. I already told her about you, so I'm going to go ahead and hand her the mic, the one good only mic that I have. Hold on. Hello.
0: Well, peace and blessings. Hi there. How are you? I'm thankful. And I've enjoyed awesome. listening to you. Uh, you're very informative. You're supportive and you're uplifting and you're your knowledge is rich. I feel the truth and awareness that's going out. You know, whatever we say, whatever comes out of our mouth, it travels like you know, faster than light. And yes. it's very very important. When you know better you can do better. When you understand the camouflage, when you understand the big cover up, when you understand the down low, when you understand that you are trying to be pushed out, you know, whatever your state of mind is, if you not spiritually connected and aware and these things that come to pass, you know that greater is he that's in you and this will pass because you're not meaning to your own understanding. You look into heaven for which help help come. And these people that have come through all this negative slavery and abundancement and torture and, you know, just castration and rape and, and, and being robbed of their land and their country so that another man can take in his hand and he can be more powerful than you and and try to destroy your your wealth and your wisdom and your your kingship. You know, that's what it is. A birthright. And and you come as a thief and a robber and you got to know that these people that have shared their blood from all the way to Africa across the sea and then built this country and all these people that have, you know, migrated and walked. They walked like yeah. There's a book I got for my birthday, and it's about the blacks in Los Angeles, you know, and how some they migrated. And there was a woman; she she filed a lawsuit against the master that she was with. And was slave She was not a slave anymore, but he walked her all the way from up in the Middle East, um, in the Midwest. I'm not sure I didn't bring the book with me, but he walked her all the way to Los Angeles next to his mule in his wagon. Can mm-hmm. you imagine that that that's like in Africa the people that are still doing things and, and in in another country. they're still doing things without a machine. You know, and they still they do they're working and they're creating good, great good, you know, because that's the wisdom and the knowledge and the gifts and the talent that God has instilled in them and the strength and the will to live. Because they trust a the God, you know, and uh, Allah, uh Jesus, you know uh, whether it be um, Seventh-day Adventist, Science of Mind, you know, your your heart and your mind and your soul, we all die from the same thing. When our heart stop, is done, your heart, your heart has proper nourishment, and that's joy and peace and nourishment and you know, exercise and, and laughter is healing. And if you can take his laughter from a man, to make their life so hard and miserable that they still see a light and they still have a desire. They still have the will to live, you know, the struggle to see that pride. Because they're not taking their eyes and putting it on the problem. They're looking for the promise because they have a promise in their heart. They know in their heart and their soul and their body and their community and the unity the village has that together we can conquer this mountain. But divided, mm-hmm. we, we won't stand. And that's what the enemy comes to do kill steal and destroy if he can destroy your mind your will your heart and your soul he, he's on his job he's on his job so in unity we have friends and when he's police they poppo the as a gangster and I'm telling you about uh, Los angeles back in the day oh uh, there's some dirty cops and there's a lot of them still here okay but understand every community people kind of Run away from the poor neighborhood. They try to run away from the east side, the south side. It's all good from south central to the middle east because if your heart is right and you have a will and you have that blood that already passed and that blood that you that family and that community. If, if we together, we can we can make it. You know, mm-hmm. stand up You know because right now. Uh, The enemy is trying to trick the people to believe that it's about man Look, God told me, don't worry about who in the White House Who in your house? Who's in your house? You know, are you to be trusted with your own self? Because see, some people are so self-destructive That nobody can help them to come and be part of the unit Because they want to be the only unit And we all need each other and so, as long as the enemy can come in and make you divide by thinking, "Oh, they, they ain't got no money; I got more," and you run over, and you keep running and falling in the ocean. You know, you you, you get oh shit. Um, excuse my friend. Um, the things, uh, the the things that you know people are trying to hold on to, but when you leave here, you're not taking none of that with you. Only what mm. you do, is gonna last. And so, you gotta know and you know and you know. You know, am I going to blame this situation on on my mama? Am I going to blame it on my daddy? Am I going to blame it on the government? Am I going to blame it on the neighbor? Am I going to blame it on my first grade teacher? Am I going to blame it on my mother's friend who came in here he wanted to use the bathroom and then they said, no, he's touching me. We gonna, am I going to blame it on, on on the fact that my coach was tripping and I didn't understand that, you know, I could get this without doing that? But no, I'm I'm not concerned about my connection with my blood, my family. Some people, they can't find no no, no comfort in their family, so they outside the family. Because when you you realize that you're like burning, you're burning off all the impurities, so the gold can come forth. And this is part of your trip, this is part of your struggle, this is part of your life. And if you're not given the right to, to be able to Construct this avenue of the safari that you're on. If you're not giving the right, what happens is you learn by instinct. And as your instinct goes, you want to go with what's easier, what's comfortable, what's the norm, what's everybody else doing. But my mama told me, say, everybody goes to the floor and jump. You're going to jump with them. So I always want to be different, but I didn't know who, who I was because I didn't have me. I realized I a little price to ride the bus downtown to in Los Angeles ah, at 7 years old. by myself, just stepped behind the driver, told him where I wanted to go, and he let me know to get off. But let me tell you, in 1961, my mama said, it's your birthday, do you want to have a party, or do you want to go to Louisiana to your grandma on the train? Now, y'all, come on now. Anybody a sense don't recognize that. Why would I wanna have party one day and everybody eating my cake and stuff and probably I wanna know gifts that I like so I probably had already had everything anyway. But the whole point was I could see them people later. I didn't see my grandma. Yeah, I was going on a train ride too. Okay. We were going to practice, so I went on to Louisiana. My auntie took me shopping. I learned
4: about mm.
2: By the way, the signal is um, degraded right now. so well,
0: maybe. I was 10 years two old. Two And I bought my mother a full-length white leather coat with a black mink collar. Put Do so you all know? It was only $35. And I paid on it. I paid on it. Anyway, meantime, we get downtown. And it's time for me to um, get on the bus. So I sit behind the driver like I do in L.A. And the man was the bus. The man went on the bus, and my auntie was telling me to come to the back, and he was, and I was telling her to come to the front, and she was to come to the back, and I'm like, I'm not moving, and next thing you know, she was off the bus, and then they called the police, and I was off the bus, and they hurried up and sent me back to California, but you know what? That was 10 years old, and I'm 61 now, and I ride where I want to ride, because somebody died, so I But I wasn't going to the back of the book Okay I can understand See we come a long way but some people don't know How much of a struggle it was And how much sweat and blood And you know we were sharp when we came from All them different places Now we were sharp even in slavery So you know the eye of God And those much is given much is required And the blessings of the Lord Make me rich and have no sorrow And the joy of the Lord my strength. And I had to learn to laugh Cause, man, stuff got real crazy You know, you know what I was talking about In the, in the smoking this And the, the sniffing this And the, the, all that other jazz You find that people in those places That when God shared something with me I found out that You do die from your heart often, everybody But some people' heart is so decayed It's deteriorating they don't, they, don't, you know, they don't have that time They're so greedy You know what I'm saying if you don't open your hand and give the seed until it's going to the ground and die and back and you know be uh and then share that, then you kill your own blessing. And dinner is not better. Peace among men and love and unity and all those that are wicked and, and destructive and thieves and, and robbers in the day, night, and in the morning, twenty-four-seven. They gonna get their just reward. You can only do what you need to do for you and bring somebody to you because too many Joes and Flo ran out the door and left the hobo and the person mm. You know what I'm saying? And took off. No, we can't, in unity, get the strength. That's how we got here. And You can't get more than Joes and and then go on the other side of town and think that you can go hang off the mountain. In the mountain coming down. You know what I mean? You'd be glad for them helicopters and stuff. But we should have the same thing uh, every, in every neighborhood. We should have a time kind of response. You know what I'm saying? Police can shoot you in the foot. They ain't got to shoot you in your head. They ain't got to shoot you like that. You know, they gangsters with a badge. And that's the way L.A. is still old. That's the way it was. That's the way they want to keep it. The point is, I know somebody in the mission of the police department. And he is that the Shoot. shooting. Ask questions, because if they ain't looking like they're doing something with life, we don't want them right around no way. You hear me? These are yeah. people. They talking about starting you, like, the wild broke out the belt on you and went running across the street. And he's been by the car, but you you going shoot him anyway. It's like the mountain lion came mountain. Up in the And they pin him up. They shot him with rubber bullets. They, they sprayed him with the water. They threw the him. And then they said, Oh, I <laughs> shot him before mm-hmm. the tranquilizer gun to work because it takes 15 minutes for it to work. And they said he was getting ready to leave. But then they're going to spend money, autopsy, on his body to find out what he did before he got sick. And I said, What shit? <laughs> to roll the bus down there. That's how I got there. Okay? You should on shit. waste my... Use me. I just want to say this. I'm a blessing God. And I thank God for the victory. I thank God for the destroyer me. That, uh, I don't have to worry. Be happy. For, you know, where I want to be treated. And if it don't... It, it's just uh crazy, crazy pray. I know that I'm like her, so I just have to handle it. But I do know that I'm say among those.
1: Can y'all hear me. So among anyone. All right. Thank you. Okay. That was sweet without the tissue then and she usually just gives that up and then she's pretty much out. <laughs> That was By the way, word.
2: some some of much of her signal was coming through clearly, but about thirty percent was dropping out.
1: So well, that's um, it. That's that's because that's probably because um um how close she was holding the mic. You know, it, you gotta kind of like put your mouth on it. You know, you gotta sing. Yeah, uh, you gotta I, sing I, checked, I checked the signal on air also,
2: because I have a headphone plugged in just to you know do a quality check and. There was the same issue. The difference is over the phone. The volume is phone to phone, meaning listening to your show or any show through the phone, some frequencies are dropped, so the quality is even harder to understand. Over the speakers coming through a computer or, you know, in a car streaming, you can hear more me. volume and more frequency, but the dropouts still exist. So oh, I'll sorry. also write blog talk radio and ask them what's going on so that, you know. Yeah,
1: they, you know what they said. So if enough true. of
2: us write, maybe they'll do something to fix the yeah, address, the issue.
1: Well, you know what, let me go ahead and check. You know, they sent me something. Uh, I'm getting such a bombardment of, um, let's go ahead and check in with Tom. It is now It is now 12.02 a.m., broadcasting live from Gina's Group Theory. You're out here with Jay, Gina, who is the C. And much love out there to all you guys who are out there supporting uh, Shout out to Cherokee I know Todd's out there Send a shout out to Dominique Cortez All my loved ones, everybody Everybody in the world, shout out to all you guys Shout out to uh, the people who are suffering And plus also as well I want you to go ahead and you know update us with the other countries Too, you know Sometime in this show uh, The other countries that are uh, You know, are being plagued with genocide Because it's not just Africa From, uh, you know I I, it's been on my mind ever since you said it. Uh, So there's other uh, countries that are, uh, you know, that there's genocide happening. And and it it, it behooves me to think that, you know, we pick and choose which battles we want to get into. And then the battles we want to get into are only self-serving. And these self-serving battles that we get into, you know, know, damages, destroys, you know, takes loved ones from families. You know, at, at your expense for your for your satisfaction and for your riches. I mean, you guys think about this. Think about it. Like I, you know, I always I brought my kids up early with the invest. You know, and you know, get stocks and you know, I, I had them prepped. I mean, you know, we we did a big uh, we did an investment when they were like uh, eight, ten and eleven. We did an investment uh, a fifteen thousand dollar investment. That's them. I mean, that's what I brought them up. You know, you had to put some money CDs. You know what? You know. I'm... Um, that, 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 and that personally, I feel that is so, it's bogus. You know, I mean, uh, we can't be sitting there making money mature for someone else who's not even going to give us a piece of the pie. The bottom line is, you know what, you know, there are a lot of community uh, banks out here. We want to represent for all people, not just for black people. Because, like I tell you, it's not a black thing. It's not a white thing. It's not a Native American. It's not a Mexican thing. It's a poor thing. And if you fit in that class, a poor, and that means you're like barely making it, you're struggling, and you're trying to do good in your community. You're trying to raise your families. You're trying to keep the, you're trying to get the light bills, keep the lights on, keep the house, eat. You know, you're trying to make sure your children's stomachs aren't growling. Or even if you're in a worse position than that, and you're living out in the cold with your family, this is all about all of it. So don't say, well, I have a house and I drive a car, so it's. Not me. I'm not poor. Well, look, if you if you run out of money, if, you know, the toilet tissue roll runs out of toilet tissue, or if you don't have any Don to wash your dishes, you know, all of a sudden, then you fit in that class. If if, if the gas prices are too high for you to go from here to there, where you're in this class, hello, represent, you may be paying $2,000 worth of rent, and I may be only paying a, a half of that. The case is... We're still in the same situation. You know what? I gotta tell it to Cheryl that you can borrow if you need one. So the deal is, this. you're in the same class as me. There is no, there is no differential between different classes when it comes to, you know, low income, low income individuals, low income households, low income. You know what I'm saying? And all of that, just like you said about statistics. I can't wait to take it. I'm gonna take it next semester because. I got. I, I, I'm doing like a, I have actually, fifteen, fifteen units. Wow, it's gonna be like that. Fifteen units, okay. Uh, this semester it's gonna be a first time for fifteen. But you know I gotta get it done. So um, actually, as, as far as that, uh, representing, representing for you know, doing uh, doing what we do and how how we to bring out this information to put this out is, is needed. It's needed you know, uh their their financial uh their financial business uh meetings coming up, their open forums, open sessions coming up. Uh, you know, we were talking about last night about well, you know, we as community there are things going on and I'm gonna bring it to you. Um I hope you guys grab a pen and a piece of paper. everybody who's out there listening, I want you to go into this site and check it out for yourselves. You know, um it it is actually the greater LA African Chamber is what it is, and the website in which you can go, let's see, and also too, I got some numbers for you as far as not only when we're talking about how we're killing our how our communities are dying uh we we and you mentioned that about you know white white poor white black well another another thing is this too, um you know black black women, black poor women are more likely to have abortions than poor white women. They're more likely. And, as a little estimate, uh, so far, 41 is it 41 41 million? Oh, oh that, that's for something else on that one. I gotta I send that out there to you. Uh, abortion rate for black women and, oh my goodness, the mother of, uh, the woman, mother of parenthood. Not that she said that she wanted to, not that she wanted to say she wanted to extinguish the black race, but that she didn't want that to get out <laughs> like that. Um, you, know, you guys can check it out, see, see if it's real. Uh, you guys know about Dr. Amos Wilson. Dr. Amos, well like, Am- Amos. Like Amos, famous Amos, 50. Wilson. He's a positive.
3: Oh my God.
1: He's positive. You know, he got he got spiritual. See, look. Okay. Like I said, I'm not really Bible beaten and I'm not all you know running out to no church, and I'm not gonna drink any Kool-Aid, no purple Kool-Aid, none of that. And you no, I'm not sleeping with any grape-colored blankets. But the deal is this. You know, I do represent because I know what got me here. I'm not saying that there's an entity that I have. Uh, made up in my mind. It's pretty much that it's what lives in me. See, the walk I've walked, I've walked it, and then it was times that I had it rough too. So that's why I, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm speaking right now. There were times that yeah. I had a rough struggle, and just like what Sweet said, you know, that sack lunch, that hand up, that handout. See, we go out into the community. That's how I got involved. See. We're not inside the offices. We go out into the streets. We go into the alleys. We go behind the dumpsters. We go into the riverbed. And you know what, too? And like anybody out here who knows me knows, with six inch high heel shoes on rocks in the canal, I can do it. Because I'm an outreacher from way above. It doesn't matter what I have. I can have Nike shoes on, tennis shoes, or I can go with six inch and I can still scale over the canal and get down there to see what my people need. I get out there, we get out there. So I got a chance to see that these, you know, these people out here, are me, they represent me. You know, if I was, I mean, I, I, I might not have lived out on the riverbed, or you know, and and, but uh, under the freeways, and, and they just shut down, they just closed the Anaheim Bridge because uh, a guy fell through. They found all that stuff. You know, they were living up in the uh, underpass of the Sixth Street, and, well, all the uh, uh, underpasses that come into Long Beach. They, you know, they they build inside of the the freeways and uh, they put some electrical wiring and some guy fell and so they shut it down and they found that it's uh, dangerous for them to live in. But this is how they're living. This is how they're living. When I go out there, and we go out there to to reach out to them. It's like they're you. It's not. It's not. I'm not looking at another individual. I'm not looking at a white and black. I'm not looking at none of that. I'm looking at a person who looks like me. And so since. That's what makes my passion. I, I've learned that. it's, it's Like yeah. I said, it's God dollars heaven bucks. When I, you know, yeah, you look up, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I was to say something
2: about the, the, the theme of um, some of your recent uh, statements over the past few minutes has been the common humanity that exists among all people, which is a very valid theme, meaning... We're all human. We should be able to get along. Like Rodney King used to say, you know, why can't we all just get along? Meaning the color shouldn't matter, nor should the religion, really. Because if somebody wants to find a God through one venue, and someone else says, I'm not going that route, or even I don't believe in a God or whatever, as long as those people, their religion and their beliefs don't cause a conflict and hurt that's fine. But the reality is when it comes to numbers and statistics and things, that if you look at one group where there's genocide occurring among, let's say, a billion people in China, right? But then you look at a smaller region uh, in the Congo, in Africa, much smaller, statistically there's a huge difference in terms of how many people die. So when we look at genocide and death, in general, for example, if one person on the planet died from drinking um, expired orange juice, but a thousand people die from drinking expired grapefruit juice, that right there is an issue, meaning the thousand becomes a priority over the one, not that the one is you know worthy, and people shouldn 't send flowers and feel bad about it, yes. but That's just from a logical standpoint. That's right. We don't address the critical emergencies. More people die. That's right. So in the black community that's why I I very often focus on black, brown and native issues because even in China and Russia where genocide happens, the people that get the most abuse in terms of just for being born are people that are dark-skinned. Even though Paul Robeson, a legendary you know, African-American activist, found some love temporarily in Russia, my thinking is that he was just being used by Russian government officials to make America look bad. Because if you go to Russia right now, you know, it isn't as though the, the doors are going to swing open and, and there's going to be a level playing field across the board. So I, I stand up for black, brown people even though I have white blood because if I don't stand up for my people, A, it's self-defeating because my complexion is brown, but B, I have children. I have to make sure it's a better world for them. And C, even if I were a white person or a green, the reality is if I evaluate L.A., New York, Florida, Bahamas, Jamaica, on and on, the people getting the most abuse. Of black, brown people. Not that they aren't white people who get in some, you know, abuse also. But if nobody shows us love, see, if we remove that from the table, then what we're yeah. doing is saying it's a level playing field.
1: No, no, this, no, 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 I do, you know what, and you're exactly No, right. I mean,
2: not, even if we don't say it directly a level, no, you, it gives the impression, for instance, that I, you will hear right. some white Republicans say that sometimes. Well, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, you know. Uh, everybody goes through pain. What is wrong with yeah. you people? You know, just get up. And I think that, like, you, you're you the Princess Diana to the table, and the sister you had earlier was, you know, um, a, like, there's a woman named, well, was a woman named Mother Hale. Um, and then your brother is like uh, Martin Luther King. But I'm like a Malcolm X in in this thing because our people are getting killed. However, we all have a similar objective. I just know from my position I'm fighting for black-brown people, number one, on top of the list, number one. Now, when we eliminate racism, then I'm fighting just people of any color. But right now it's a war zone on our people, and I'm a commander resisting. Whether it's a proverbial war, a physical war, or intellectual, financial, you know, I'm fighting for the people getting the most beat down.
1: Well, you know what? You know what? And got to give you love for that. And you know what? I truly understand. Um, we're all on the same page. We're all, we're all, all on the same page. Pretty much, you know, I can't say I'm a Martin Luther King. My name, uh, oh, and I'm not a Rosa Parks, okay? Uh, all the NWACP and blow up. Blow up, take it from me, man. I went through that to try to get him Blow up, blow up. But anyways, no. Um, I would say I'm more of the uh, as far as uh, because I don't I don't believe that uh, You know, kind of Harriet. was a Harriet Tubman. A oh, Harriet Tubman with a little bit of Jane Pittman, with a little cross of uh,
3: a, uh,
1: Catwoman. A little Lena Horn. A little Lena
2: Horn. And a not love uh,
1: Michelle Obama. <laughs> uh, yeah, kinda. She's too sweet for me. She's too sweet for me. See, she's sweet. <laughs> 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 sweet, sweet says I'm spicy, spicy. I like to flip it, cause you know, uh, really, I'm da- Look, look, I, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm gonna keep it 100. No disrespect to this government or anybody in it. I got much love for everybody as humans. That's it. But uh, you know what? I, I, I'm i not going to say we should march. I'm not talking about no marching. I'm not talking
0: about no singing. I'm not saying You know what? Whenever I get uh, in the nursing, you know, I'm a nurse. And I, whenever somebody bled, guess what color it was? Hello? When yeah, it blood, turned to red
2: once it came out the body, yeah. All the blood, it all, and it all blood, red.
0: I ain't seen no white blood, I ain't seen no 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 red blood, but I mean, but I seen everybody with red blood, but I didn't see no black blood, no brown blood, no yellow blood, no striped blood, no polka dot, no, you know, color orange, no color purple, all the blood was red, different shades of red, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I'm saying is what people don't realize is that we need each other because when when the, when the stuff hits the fan, you know, they say push, and shove, and win. When you need a liver, a kidney, or a heart, if the baboon's DNA matches yours, you say, hey, hook me up today. It don't matter about what color you are. It's about the blood. And we all should be recognizing that we're human beings. And why we want to treat a dog better than we want to treat our child. Yeah, that's true. I have a a question from an emergency standpoint. If you're
2: at the scene of an emergency and on the right there are ten people dying and on the left there's one, as a nurse, what do they train you to do, go to the right or left? You
0: said it was ten people?
2: On the right and on the left there's one.
0: i got to find out who needs the the medical care to to survive, you know. Let's say they're all equal, all equal,
2: meaning all all
0: about to die. If they're all about to die, then you got you got to take one. Yeah, you got to do what you can do. If it's only one person, you can only say one at a time. But, it's but would you none. go right or left, though? They're, why would I choose sides if the people are dying on the side where side I'm on?
2: You mean if you had a at had a scene, you can help one in ten, and then you can go to the next in ten and help them, as opposed to go to the left side, which is further away from the ten, you wouldn't choose to go to the right and try and maximize your time and help the most people. That's but just I, my position. But, but you didn't
0: say where I was standing and if I was in a group, I don't know where, where they're on one side of the street, if they're on one side of the other street, on the side of the bridge. You know, so I'm saying,
4: they're
2: all just, an equal distance from each other. You're in a, a baseball field and you're the only person there. 200 feet away, you've determined that 10 people look like they're dying. 200 feet to the left, you see
0: one person thats on on a comical note, I would tell him come on over so we can lay hands together, but then if it's a group, I'd rather get to the group because then we can do that we can touch and agree and I can yeah. I can lay hands on somebody and be praying, and then we can un get you know the energy the karma you know mm-hmm. we'll go through the group and I believe if he's there and he say uh if you if you if you show up. If you if yeah, you show up, he'll show off. So I believe okay. show. if I show up and it's a grip over here, I'm going to yeah. get that grip, and we're going to work our way over and get that other one to pull him on in. How about that?
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Isn't that very similar to focusing on the community globally that is getting the most pain and, and being suffering the most? Meaning if you go to the right and you see the most pain in Africa, et cetera, and you go to the left and you see less of it in Europe, my position is I go to the right and try and deal with where the most pain is. Uh, My mother doesn't feel that way because she was brought up under a, um, you know, religious teaching that didn't teach that even though we were slaves during the same time that, you know, we were being taught, you know, it's all good, we're all human. But yet those humans were whipping us and lynching us. And today it's the same thing from Trayvon Martin on. So that's why I think it's important to extrapolate the reality of human love and decency and God, which is a rea- real experience from, you know, the the notion that they tell us, which is don't worry about our struggle and pain as much because we're all humans. I don't think we're there yet. We still have a way to go where people will be judged as human. But until then, you know, we, we, it's survival. For our people, is is so important, and our young people really need so much help, you know, because governments around the world seem to be more focused on the middle class and the rich and the corporations and don't care about those that just need a slight bit of help to finish college or to pay rent, you know. they rather take a few billion and bail out a corporation who then invest the money in another corporation instead of hiring people. It's a very sad situation.
1: Well, my standpoint on this one, I got to go ahead. Like I was going to say, no, I'm not doing, no, I don't think we should march. I don't think, no, I don't want to go to Alabama. Nope. I don't want to do no boycotts. I'm not into all of that. I'm down. I'm down with getting down to the brass taxes. I mean, making people accountable, you know, period. I'm talking about shaking up fear that a terrorist bomb fear that, you know, people have that they feel that they can't go into their, they're like I did. You know, hey, you guys, I'm, I'm going to send it out on Facebook. I'm going to go ahead and send, you know, my city hall, my last city hall meeting and how I did it. You know, uh, it, you know, it, it's just like uh, the consul woman, the consul woman with blonde hair, got her name there, you know. Um, can't remember what her name is. She brought out the whole thing about the YouTube, uh, the uh, illegal uh, police, police raid on the uh, cannabis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was on, it was on YouTube. She brought it out in the in the I got it right. She brought it out in the concert meeting and she asked the whole concert, the whole table. She asked, I know. She said I saw it last night. I know you guys saw it. Just to be realistic, the brutality that they used and all the methods that they used was totally bogus. Even though she said, even though you couldn't hear the volume, you could see with your own eyes. That The police were wrong. So when she brought that out, well, of course I held up Miss Mack Miss <laughs> Mack, and she was like, "Did you any of it?" And I was like, "Here it is." <laughs> and nobody said it. I was like, "Here it is." Anybody who needs to see it. And you know what? Not one of those councilmen, not one of those council members said anything to me. But it was a white guy on the other side, on the opposing side. I thought he was down with, uh, you know, with the cannabis thing. But when he, as soon as he was to stand up, you know, uh, Foster the Mayor, he was like, "Shut up!" I mean, he didn't give me a chance. But I was like, with the MacBook, like. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, here it is. Here it is. Anybody else they need to see it, I'll run it on down. Where you want me? I, I'll push play. It's already hello, hello. It's getting mm-hmm. in your face. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm. No, I'm not. I'm not all. Uh, you know, you're you're Malcolm X, and I, I would say I, I don't. I not think there is, is there a woman is a woman that Of power that. No, I don't. I, not that I know. Other than my mom, and yeah, everybody don't know her. So, yeah, you know, or my dad, everybody don't know her. But no, no, I don't want to stand down. I, I don't. I'm not talking about standing down I'm not talking about standing in nobody's neck I'm not talking about uh, hurting anybody I'm talking about just making people be accountable If I'm accountable for what I do If we're all accountable for what we do And also too about that little trickery but You know what they what they got going on And you're right, you know what We do got a bad So let's just dispel the oh, whoa, whoa, whoa See, I'm not an oh, whoa, whoa, whoa And we're not oh, whoa, whoa, whoa We're out here trying to make it happen and so what we've learned and how we connect and how we do things, you, me, you know, three, all of us who are out here, who are listening, who are tuned in, who are feeling and knowing where we're coming from and who live this, you know, we want people to answer. We want better, better living. We want to exist. And and just, just to begin, just like I said about that monopoly, just like, uh, what's his name, uh, Dr. Doctor uh, not Doctor not Doctor Amos. But Doctor You guys uh, look him up. He's he's awesome. He's Doctor Claude Anderson said Okay, Monopoly. This this put it as a uh uh a, a, a monopoly game. Okay, if the white man had started off with uh five thousand and then it was, you know, and trick it on down to, you know, the the darker color course, uh, when it got to, you know, the, well, you know, they got 100, and, you know, Black Green, 50. Like, okay, that's what everybody started with at the beginning of the game. Where you know, you even laid your tokens down, to, you know, to roll your dice. That's what you started off with. If that's what you started off, you started off, you, know, you were, you were, you weren't even in the right, and you know what, no representation for anybody out there that does anything illegal as in lieu of Making away for your your family and all that because I don't buy that too. I, I you know, um, oh someone was telling me like, you know we you know I steal no 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 that's why I'm here too. So let's cut out all the crime, and all the stealing, to feed the families and all that. We got food banks packing. Okay, hello, there's hot meals going on. You don't have to snatch a purse. You know you you know don't fool us because we know the deal. Okay, you're gonna do your time. You're gonna do your time. You gonna are do, do the crime. You're gonna do the time. But us that represent out here, we know how we know how it is. I, I, I'm I'm ready to just, hey, make everybody account. Hey, if I'm accountable for how my children are raised, if I'm a, you know, and all the getting into the business about what we do, how we do. I mean, we, you know, no disrespect, but we, yeah, we were. Come on, I mean, how do how do you go from being free labor to you know, and not in my family situation because you know they were they railroad workers or whatever. They didn't go to the uh, Rosewood and all the extras. They lived in Louisiana and they didn't have that. But just to touch on too about genocide too. Uh, the genocide of all the black babies that they found at the uh, clinic in Los Angeles. I think it was seventeen, seventeen, seventeen million, 17 17 million and were most reported to be black. So that's another crime. Genocide. Okay. We found at this one facility where they put all the babies. Okay. And, uh, 17 17 uh, <laughs> 17. 17 you talk
2: you talking about abortion
1: clinics it, uh, it's a, it was a uh, they found seventeen let's see um. seventeen thousand babies have been mm. i i don't know if they had these babies uh uh they discard they dis they discarded the babies and most were observed to be black mm. yeah you know, most were okay yeah okay uh sale cell research whatever um, th- I don't buy into that either That's just, uh, uh, No dolly sheep and all this extra Stop trying to be God, people uh, If you don't even know what God is Or if you never talk to God And, and if you don't even feel God Why are you trying to be God? Because you know what? You cannot create human. You know, you can't make You can't regenerate And also too, let's throw this word out there Subplant Subplant You have And this is exactly what he said Dr. Claude You have People who are gonna come over here in magnitude, okay? Who are gonna wrap their sales in our, in our black people and our misery, and they're gonna get a free lunch, a free ticket, okay?
2: You're talking about people coming over like immigrants?
1: Oh yes, he says it's gonna be. Uh, let me quote. Let me quote it because I do have that.
0: They're uh, already here.
1: Forty. 40, let's see, let's see, mm,
0: 41,
1: 41, 41 million Asian, they estimate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, what is it, so however many are going to be here by what, 2000, 2013, and we're going to have a rash with that, and they're going to blanket themselves in our misery, in our. but they're not going to have as much as... Uh, You know a weight and baggage They're not going to come with the baggage The
2: same same thing happened During the civil rights movement There were some female groups That just seemed to use the black Numbers and experience And once they got theirs they were out they all through the senate and congress now Um, And similar things happen With some groups that migrate here Not all but some just tag on To the african-american experience And because laws a lot of them are written to protect people across the board, but use, you know, a a specific group as the example of what has happened. Other people can easily tag along. Um, And a part of that is that the problems haven't been fixed, meaning if the nation still has issues where, you know, I look in my mom's books and all the angels are white, all, every last one looks, you know, like maybe my... And not one brother, not one (laughs) dreadlock, not one, you know, Afro, you know. So if if that is the mentality of of my mom and my dad and America and even much of the world, even in Africa, a lot of folks, I speak to them and they say Africa has changed a lot. It's more Eurocentric, you know. Then the teachings that Malcolm X and the Black Panthers were talking about are still valid. The problem is, though, that the Black Panthers were talking about self-defense, Hello. Self. Malcolm Hello. X was saying the same thing, self-defense, but because when a black person does it, it's considered an offense, an offense, meaning, oh, we must be bad because we're saying let's defend against people shooting us and killing us and uh, murdering us and killing our fetuses, et cetera. That's the no-no, when all it is is a, a common-sense approach to things. So Malcolm gets a lot of vilification, I think, um in school settings and in, in in even some um places where people worship because they forget that Jesus was aggressive too when necessary and he was throwing people out temple et cetera et cetera and uh Muhammad definitely taught for those people in the audience that are Muslim about, you know, protecting yourself. Um so nothing wrong with us. I don't think and we have to be um uh complacent to the system, I think we can be just as aggressive, if not more aggressive, when we're being pushed against the wall, and um, otherwise we, we won't be around because there are cultures that have been eliminated from the earth. You mentioned something very interesting about, you know, folks that might get into illicit activities or drug dealing, et cetera, and there's a direct comparison between a drug dealer on the street and a corporate drug dealer selling pharmaceutical drugs. Meaning, pharmaceutical companies are pimping drugs. Also, the difference being, they have a a business plan and they wear a suit and tie and they have a nice business card, and there aren't really laws that will lock them up, but the brother on the street that has some weed or you know something harder, maybe with some some coke, he's going to go to jail. So there's a there, there again, there is a contradiction. Meaning, I'm not saying I'm in defense of brothers going out there doing. The, the illicit activity, but if a corporation that's a pharmaceutical company can make a billion dollars a year and no one goes to jail and a brother makes maybe $500 in a sale and goes to jail for 25 years, there's there's definitely a, not a justice system when you look at it like that. Um, so I, that's why, I, you know, we can reach out to all kinds in the community because some of those brothers just need to have some other tactics on how to do business without doing things that are illegal or selling anything that's illegal. Maybe sell some legal CDs, or you know, maybe go back to school oh. and learn to be a mechanic.
1: Hello, and that might be a blow up too because uh, let's represent for the unemployed master degree holders out there that uh, I've been in touch with lately. So, uh, rah, the deal is okay. So, duh, uh, just like let's say let's go back to Dr. Clark, like he says, uh, educate. No. This was doctor this was the Umar. Umar said this. Uh by what uh standards are we talking we need educate Okay, uh if you send your child out, which my people taught us, you know, as long as you have a job, you vote with room and all the you know, all this you know, all this upright, you know, they were union people, union women and and they paved the way. My mother was the first uh black African American hired after uh John Kennedy uh did his His due in 1962. Well, 1962, and he was killed. I think that following November, and um, she was one that you know walked the crossover. So this is one thing that I do know. See, and she had a college education as well. So you know, representing as far as uh, how 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 she got her start and how a lot of people get you know really got their starts. It's more so saying, all right, whoever is out there, if the you know if you're out there selling, you're selling. Poison to the community. So, for one, let's, okay, let's look. Let's look. Let's look at the. Let's look at the illicit drug dealers. The illicit. Okay, now you know there are medical marijuana places where you know you could become a, a grower if you really want to be. You know, I I even hear folks still say that they do the illicit. It doesn't make you uh, But then also too, if you have a felony, you can't get a medical. Whatever. It's all the system is designed to. Uh, you know. Yeah, to, to push you into
2: corners. Yeah, That's I mean to to, mm-hmm.
1: to just. Uh, pretty much it, it's like a total distraction it's, it's a it's a roadblock everywhere you go i do under i do understand this but when it's talking about these illicit drug dealers out here on the street you see, for one they're selling drugs and they're killing their community for one they're killing it from the inside they're killing it. i don't care who got it over here on the ship because i hear a lot of people say well i ain't the one that got it over here on the ship we already know how it's getting up in here so just just like we said if um six people go up to the bridge and they're gonna jump off you're gonna jump off too so just because the man allows us to come into this country and because you, you, maybe you have, to, you know, some disadvantages. And there, I mean, there are people out here, I mean, in my city, too. Uh, we have uh, Henry right over here, uh the car wash. Uh, he hires up, uh, felons that come out of jail with no problem. There are other people in communities that do this, too. So just, just to bring recognition, there is, a, there are options. There are options, like I tell you, resources, resources. If you know anybody who out there, you know anybody coming out of jail, hey, send them on into the show, and, you know, we'll get them in touch with someone. Now, Do you, okay, think, that, so.
2: do you think those options you mentioned, and they're commendable options, by the way, if the brother is giving opportunities to felons, et cetera, that's sensational. However, do you think if we look at the numbers, can they absorb like 200,000 brothers and sisters who need employment, and if so, Where do brothers call? I mean, because from what I see in New York, I know some brothers that have small restaurants and other types of businesses who have similar approaches. And in my own life, I try when I can to incorporate in my budget a huge percentage of it to go toward bringing in some people from disenfranchised communities. But I can't fix the problem totally because I can't afford it. So it may be that we have good people out there doing their best, but when it comes to the Caucasian. European and the Anglo-American The system tends To be there for them When there's a big hurricane down south and it hurts a lot Of you know folks in a white community You know folks go but wild The federal government etc <laughs> When bad? it happens in New Orleans I haven't heard that system, in a long time. Some of them still haven't gotten their Check you
3: uh,
1: know, um. I, I, I haven't heard but Wow!" In a long time and let's go ahead That's one thing I meant to say uh, Let's talk about genocide let's talk about Katrina Let's talk about genocide. So what what is the difference between genocide? Is it the after the death that makes it genocide or is the not coming to help you so that you could die? Is that geno- yeah. is it considered genocide? Is that premeditated? If I was to take this, that whole the whole Katrina situation to court, right? And I let let's 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 say we take that whole Katrina, I mean everybody takes that whole issue to court. Uh is it premeditated? not to go in to rescue those people right away. Yeah. It it yeah. is it isn't it a travesty and a crime crime, I would say treason for not a government official to be there like they always are. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. I think the president was to Colorado yesterday, right? I mean, isn't it isn't it it shouldn't it be protocol, you know, for so is yeah. that premeditated murder because I mean, you knew what was going on. I mean, you know, we yeah. knew when uh, what was it, China, Tokyo, when they had their, when they touched uh, the you when they said, okay, we knew it instantly. I mean, it was like wow, it was all. over the like, so what? Yeah. What? You mean to tell me that uh, Channel Four, Channel Two, Channel Seven, all these mega media entities could not broadcast to you from Katrina if they could be in Japan, if they have, if they have offices in, because they do, all of them do. Yeah.
2: We can broadcast from the moon, but we can't broadcast from Katrina.
1: That, hello. So, I mean, okay, you know what? Did anybody Did anybody think, as opposed to just getting FEMA, because, you know, I know when we had the little storm out here, everybody got the little FEMA and the little food stamps and all the extra, you know, people be just money hungry and, getting, you know, getting a little extra. But the case is this. Did anybody think to make somebody accountable for that, is that not a tribal case that, well, mm-hmm. I mean, who, who, I mean, who, I mean, just like they broadcast that little kid, it, it, it does, it, 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 that, that, that right there, I think genocide, just genocide on the U.S. US land. Yes,
2: on us, definitely. See, And the funny thing, well, I shouldn't say funny, the odd thing, because it's not really a laughing matter, is that when we discuss nations like U.S., United States, you know, uh, Kingston, Jamaica, Kingston being, you know, capital area and Jamaica being a nation, Um, Sometimes we may be under the erroneous assumption that if someone is born in a nation That they get the same rights and the same protections as anyone else born in that nation Whether born there or you migrate to the nation and become a citizen When, if we look at, if we just look at America itself um, Native Indians other than the ones that sold out and got the casino deal The average Native Indian is not, you know, enjoying the experience of America, the Natives I know, who who tend to get incorporated, they really look white, I swear. And I talk to them, and I say, oh, snap, you're a Native Indian? And they're like, yeah, bro, my mother was Apache, blah, 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 blah. So the same problem exists when you look at the darker Natives. Even some Native tribes are kicking out the black Native Indians, cutting them off from their benefits. So the genocide that America does, when we say America or U.S., it doesn't mean most of the listeners, but some people may be offended because they hear America, and they say, you don't talk about America, that's my nation. It's not your nation if they are beating your butt every day, and your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your children and your children's children, they're beaten as waiting, just waiting. they got a bunch of young people going to be born in 100 years waiting in spaceships to get the brothers jacked up, and we'll be up there with headphones and wireless lasers, and we'll be the slaves the system and, you know, it's just how I see it and from my experiences and with the brothers dealing drugs, for example, if I didn't know what I know in terms of business and if I didn't have, you know, two parents that were there for me and if I had children to feed and no one was going to help me and I'm trying to struggle, shining shoes and I'm not making enough, I'm going to do what I got to do. So I understand their position. I mean, I'm a man and I know I have it hard myself with my background. I can imagine someone that doesn't have the credentials that I'm been fortunate to, you know, amass. But I, I definitely feel what they're doing, and just hope that we can change the system so that more well, people don't have to make the decision to go buckwild to get paid, to try and make fake paper to pay a fake system rent when it's all a fiasco. You know, it's all a facade. I think.
1: Well, you know what? You're killing me with that, um, with that wow, it ain't That slang you use. Am I might go ahead and represent it for what time it is? It is now 1242 in the a.m. You're live with Venus Brew Theory, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. We haven't done too much music tonight because we're pretty much talking just like we always do. But, like, I, I, I didn't finish this, this thing about the drug dealer. See, the drug dealer has two. He has two marks against him. Okay? For one, he's poisoning his community. Okay, how are we going to get community together if everybody's tweaking and everybody's high? we all high. You know what? The mind don't work too good from my understanding on drugs, drink, uh, doesn't distort. I mean, it's one thing to have medical penalty. But So you're poisoning the community. You're making it defenseless to stand up and fight for yourself by poisoning. So that's one strike. And then on top of it, your money that you're making, you're buying rims. You're not putting it into your community. Just like my cousins out there in L.A., how they're doing that thing out there and how they started that basket. Yeah, they used to, yeah, they were drug dealers, gang. They, they turned their life around. Okay, so when you're making all this money. You're just, you're just no better than the, the man because you're making money off your people's demise. And that demise not, might not have to necessarily include us who don't indulge in drugs. It affects us all. So you're not only killing your community, you're destroying your community. You have you're you you're you're just giving, you know, the thieves and every you you're making thieves. You're making people who are gonna be desperate. It's one thing to be desperate for some food to eat. I would prefer to be more desperate for food to eat, but the desperation for an addiction more, <laughs> uh, is way, way, way higher than you know what most people who are addicted coming from the standpoint of where I am from, okay? They're not thinking about, they're not thinking about all that extra. They're thinking about when they're going to get that next hit, when they're going to get that next phone, and they'll do anything to get it if, it if it means hurt you, hurt me, hurt our kids. So you got this kind of stuff running around in the community where you live where all the rich people don't. So what are you doing? Just like the rides, the L.A. rides, it was a blow-up, simply because what did you do? You did, Nobody ran out to Simi Valley and did no looting. You, they looted right here in Los Angeles and burnt it down to the ground, and you know for years there were no gas it was pretty much that. they put the, it was a blow up and I, it's shameful shameful yeah, It's, it's people, shameful when people,
2: yeah, when a person or a group is unrelated to what you're saying angry and frustrated, but they don't have either the resources to legally deal with frustration or they don't know the end result of you know um, selling drugs to buy rims, they then are not, as, when it comes to educated from a uh, political and a community standpoint, so there's a disconnect between being angry and doing something, and being angry and doing something that is constructive. So they're being destructive when they could have taken that positive momentum of getting whooped so much that you say, you know what, I'm about to do something about this, into community building. But the problem is that they don't see community building as a necessary part of their life because many of our people have self-hate. They don't love their skin or love their hair or love Africa or love, you know, Malcolm or even Martin. They've been taught, go for yours. Get your papers, buy your ribs, get your gold chain, and you your have
1: succeeded
2: in the American dream.
1: Your cheddar, get your cheddar cheese and your cabbage. Right? That's what they're being taught. And you know what? That's what they glorify when they have all these rappers out here and all these people representing for all these major companies who are making all this major money who, you know what? we are not a I mean, it's not even going to the community. You better believe it. The only time Nike or any uh, foot, no disrespect, Cortez Foot Locker, the only time that they touch uh, uh, the community
0: is when my cousin
1: and them are buying shoes to give to the kids at the beginning of school every year. So... That being said. And these are ex-gang members. These are, uh, no disrespect. I want to blow them up. But they're doing it. So the case is okay. I do understand. I remember when my son's uh, father was... Uh, he had a job and he was selling drugs. I remember this was years ago. Um, I remember I would talk to him. It was, it was this pregnant that young lady who uh, walked up and I remember you know telling him, you know, I know you're not going to... You know, you can visit the seat. And he's like, well, I don't. Somebody else will. Well, let's say about maybe... A month or so down the line. You know, oh, lo and behold, his sister was smoking drugs. She was smoking crack. She was, she was in the backyard trying to break open his uh, face deposit box there, buried in the ground. And no. And then he was angry and upset with anybody, uh, his friends, the guys he hung out with her, who told her, see, look, okay, if you're willing to wear a jacket, put a jacket on, then wear it. Because you know what? It might not, it, that lady might look just like a, you know, uh, Zeke's mother, no disrespect, they used to call her chick, chicken little. And your mom might not, you know, it might, might just be little chicken little mama that you're looking at giving that poison to. But you know what? That could be someone in your family. Uh-huh. And, you know, just how you don't, it's just like you have no, you know, forethought thought about it. Well, if I don't do it, you know, somebody else is, I'll make some, hey, I'll give my cheddar and my cheese. Okay. Well, you know what? Somebody's I mean. How much? How much are those dubs? Those chrome dubs? How good are they gonna look? Just like I said about diamonds. I used to be so into that di- until I really just until it's just uh Just a thought. You know what? To wear diamonds and just to think. You know, and the beard. Like, major diamond company, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. What, what? You know, the diamonds don't look as beautiful as they used to look. Even though if they're on someone else's hand, we know. That somebody might be missing a hand or a kid in children you no know, i mean couldn't it couldn't have it I mean, so they can't get to their. Oh, what the I mean come on, and then you wonder, and then they were thinking that you know it was a, uh, oprah did a uh, it was a i'd have to share that guy with you i got out of this uh, persons with disabilities uh this African young man he was a he was a runner, and he got legs, and he went and he uh you know, you wonder why there's so many. You know, because over there they 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 discriminate. The African people discriminate against the people who are handicapped, right? Who so are well, white
2: Indians? Huh? You said discriminate oh. against who?
1: Okay, the African people back in the country. You talking about South Africa? Yes, Nigeria. Okay.
2: Oh, Nigeria. Okay.
1: No, no Ghana. It's Ghana. Ghana. Correctly. Okay. 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 The the African people there. Have prejudice against the African people who have disabilities. So what they have to do in order to make a living for the family, because they can't work, they don't have legs, they don't have arms, they have to panhandle and pedal. And they look at, you know, shine down, you know, look down on their own people look at them because they're, because they're, I, get, I don't know if it's just that they're handicapped, but they, you know, and then they didn't have any wheelchairs or anything. You know, I mean, they're, you know, is this a population? You know, you wonder, well, well, how did everybody end up like that, right? Some of these people, I mean, you have to consider, you know, some of these people had their arms and legs cut off. And so the deal is what he did was he got together with some people and they made, I think it was 200 or 2,000 wheelchairs for them, for the people in Africa so that they could wheel around and do, you know, have mobility. You know, and, and they could feel some self-worth about themselves because everybody looked up, you know, as beggars. and You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, you know, you know, look down on them. So the case was this young man coming from that country did that. You know, and they, they were handmade. They all they made them up, I think, in one night. Oh, you know how they do the 24-hour, 48-hour. And they did that. So you got to understand, you know, these people aren't missing these things because, you know, they they, you know, people are they're being cut off so they can't get into their own resources and and things like that makes me not want to glorify, you know, diamonds. You know, diamonds are a girl's best friend. And Tiffany's, you know, she's she's a bitch. I I don't even want to do Tiffany's in company and all the extra. You know, at the cost of somebody else's life, at the cost of somebody yeah. else's leg or arm or finger. You know what? I'm good.
2: Yeah, what what they do with the diamonds? is really the same as what a brother or sister is doing when they're selling something illegal on the street. The difference is that the system cleans up the image, meaning they go to Africa, jack the people up, steal from the land, abuse the people that work there, that get, the few that get jobs. Then they clean it up, ship it to Israel, because Israel is the number one place in the world where you can take a... Well, I shouldn't say where you can Because you could do it anywhere. If they wanted to do it in the middle of L.A., they could, but they won't do it there because they don't want to empower the people. So most of the diamonds end up in Israel. They're cut and cleaned up, and then there's a quality put on them. Then they're shipped to somewhere like the Diamond District in New York City, which is probably the number one location where diamonds end up in the world. And then it's legit, meaning now it's not dirty anymore. We forget about the people killed. People had their hands chopped off. People's homes burn because here we have a beautiful diamond that people can buy. Now flip that a uh, sister on the street in Harlem, who has some some cocaine that she's selling, right? That came into the country not through her, but through connections that cops or FBI or the feds have, or somebody swallowed it and sneaked it through. It happens like that too, with a mule. But there's a the sister, she's selling something that's just as bloody. What was gonna happen to her when she gets caught? She's not going to get an award. She's going to go to jail. But I think the system really, and I keep stressing this because it seems to have such a double standard when it comes to who is considered vile and dirty and con- contemptible. And even though much of these things poison the community, the illicit stuff, what's considered illicit, the legal stuff is poisoning us more. You take a drug for heart medication or pharmaceutical, what are the side effects? Well, you know, your nose will drop off, your balls will shrivel up, and your wife's left kitty will fall off. I mean, it's like, oh my god, what? What'd you just say? Yes. Oh, man. Uh,
1: <laughs> just speaking of that, I think I just saw someone tune in that might have to give us a little bit of knowledge about that, because we were talking about this the other a night about how he has to take his uh, high blood pressure, no, his diabetes, diabetes medicine, and then he has to take another pill to take that, so for that to stop his liver And, you know, in in other words, you know, you have to take up an estimated four to five different pills just for one, just for the diabetes. The case is, okay, yeah, you're right. Pharmaceuticals, yeah, you know what, that's why I weaned myself off medication really seriously. Because, you know, the side effects, yeah. Okay, the side effects. Yeah, I mean, Ambien, you represent out there, you guys, you know, prolonged use of Ambien CR after a period of time. You will begin to sleep cook. You will be, you. it's like a, and to be honest with you, you won't have any recollection of how you did it, what you did, none of that. It happened, it started happening to me. And that's when I knew I had to leave it alone. And then when I sit down with my psychiatrist,
0: my, my she says,
1: well, you, well, that is just one of the Well, you know what, <laughs> why didn't you tell me that? And she's yeah. like, well, you know you down the whole apartment Bill. well, yeah, not that I'd be too worried about burning these people down, but the case is, hello, I'm sleep cooking. And it, mm. they, were, they were two perfectly grilled uh, cheese toasts, and it had one little little bite out of it. One of them. Perfectly brown. Not, not not too dark on either side. I was like, what? I thought someone had been in here with me. Now, that's, that right there was scary. Scary yeah. freaky. Because you're mm. thinking that someone has been in there, and it's pretty much, it was me. You know, that's the way out. So with the pharmaceutical thing, yes. Um, I don't know what to say as far as how we would cure diseases and so forth. Yeah, they're making a killing with all of that. And like I said about R.J. Reynolds. Okay, here it is. Cigarettes, alcohol, kill. Okay. Number one addictive things that we have on this whole planet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, there are families out there who are suing. R j. Reynolds, for the death of their family through their heart failure, you know they're you know they're showing, and they're winning millions And here we go again, here we go when we talk about who got all the other money and how the money just circulates within itself and just comes around just goes around the circle okay r j. Reynolds pays these people, and that money right there goes right back into the, the man pretty much he pays you you know what I mean c- come on, how easy is it? Alright, you guys. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you for me killing you. I mean, come on now. I mean, uh let's say, okay, so I don't know how they're proving that their people are dying from the cigarette smoke, but you know what, if I just so happen, you know, you make sure you guys you know, raise that point. Uh The deal is, I don't know how they're saying their families are dying or how they're testing them to know, but it seems like it's a pretty easy thing to say, uh, you know, cigarettes killed my mama. I want to get some chips. Okay? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about maybe trying it. Now you said, now you said good hustle. Now, <laughs> let's mm-hmm. see if we can hustle the man. Now we up in there. Hey, you, you say you know what? Because my mom died. Actually, she died. Well, actually, the hospital mishandled her as well. But she, because of her smoking for 50, 44 years, from 11 to 55, 44 years. By the way, it before
2: made, you say what you're gonna say. She does. You all don't have anything pending legally Or you do With Please? that case Yeah, yes. with your mom
1: uh, No, I, I pretty much uh, I took it to my cousin who's a doctor And I let him consult on it And he broke but, it down But
2: is it all closed? Or are there still Because uh, oh, yeah. what you say on the radio Okay, because what you
1: say oh, yeah. on the radio I mean, it's, it, it's all done I mean, because I, I've let them go I've let it go I let it go I let it go for my family as well Because mm. the bottom line Was she smoked for 44 years And her heart was not as strong as it could have been Had she not smoked but also, too, George Burns won for 102 mm. years. I mean, it, it all depends on, but how are they paying the money out to these families? What kind of proof are they having? So, can I just say, well, my mom died from cigarettes because she smoked 44 years. Can I get $2 million? Is it going to be that easy? Or are these people are these people family members of our <laughs> <So clears throat> Uh I mean, hello? I mean, come on, what do you got to prove? You got to prove. I mean, here I had to prove through a whole lot of stuff just with a, a, a property manager. I mean, I had to come mm-hmm. in there with, them. and I, you know, I blew him up though. I won cases. I had to come in there with a stack of. Them. So you know, what are they winning these cases with? And who are these? I mean, look at the broad scope. The everything. Yeah, you know what? To, to make you to make you feel hopeless, to make you feel helpless. It's not gonna be not gonna be into this. We're always gonna be in the struggle, you know. Yeah, we exactly. cigarette.
2: The cigarette companies have a lot of power, and a story happened recently with some Chinese people that were selling cigarettes that they bought um, kind of illegally under the table. And they're going to jail. But yet, you're not going to see a news story with troops and SWAT teams knocking on the door of R.J. Reynolds for making the cigarettes. What you're going to see is the SWAT team going to those brothers that have some cigarettes stored in storage boxes where they bought you know, off the table, so the system really, you can be the biggest criminal, and then the people that selling your products, they might not get it legally, but they go to jail, not you. That's why I keep saying it's a top-down system. On those steps, the people on top can do whatever they want. Why? Because the people on the bottom either aren't aware of what's going on or figure it's okay because I'm going to get a better life you know, when I die, when in reality... We all have children, we want to leave a better life for them now and then later when we die if we have a better life too, it's all good. We can party straight through.
1: Right. Now that that sounds like a now that sounds like a good idea right there. That sounds just perfect. Let's check in with the time, see what time it is. It is now twelve. Twelve fifty nine in the AM. Uh, we're down to what would be the last hour live on air and then we're gonna have that extra hour. I do believe, I don't know. We got cut off, um, Last night, but I was able to close out the show. So, with that uh, blessing, uh, it is now July twenty fifth. Twenty fifth, right? Yeah. Yeah, two thousand twelve. You're broadcasting live with Gina from Gina's Brew And This is me and Jay out here. Everybody out there, much love to all of you guys, and my love to everybody who's supporting. And uh, as well, um, I just had to. I just had to kind of like think about that. That's that's really uh that's really like, wow, you know, you know, the idea that the brother came up with. Uh, you know, I've heard other, I had a guest who came in named Nathan, um, and he had an idea too about how a community can, I uh, guess, like put monies in a pot, you know, like put monies in a pot, but then also, too, you got to think about it like this well, uh, you know, not everybody is honest, so you know, you're always gonna, <laughs> you obviously always you do not know, you know, the, the pot holder is gonna run off with it. Or, what the case is, but is there? I mean, could we, you know, uh, formulate something where, you know, community can start to fund itself or, or fund its most important concerns? Just like I, I, I sent a shout out there last night about, you know, every year they have an annual. Um, you know, it's the doctor, um, you know, from um, doctor, the top of the doctors. You know, I told you about him earlier. Um, he's on
2: Channel Seven. I
1: you know, the one who knows everything about herbs and everything. Dr. Is it,
2: you mean a white guy? Yeah. But it's just. A you mean Dr. Oz?
1: Yeah, Dr. Oz. I should have thought about the visit of Oz. Dr. Oz yeah. and so many other physicians and dentists and doctors, they all get together, and they do it usually at uh, the either the Staples or the Convention Center down in L.A., Or and they even had it out here at Long Beach at my college of... One year, too, they did it both places i don't I can't remember what the situation was, but they do that once a year annually, you know because we had a caller out here named Damon, who he was like, "Well, you know you you know you got manor and you, you listen here, you know what The reason why we do these things, the reason why you know we we have a Cherokees outreach team out here on the street is because it's lacking community is lacking. And like, you know, so many of us are busy. You got jobs, you got families, you got so much things to do. You're going to go here. And that's another thing. My nanny used to always say, you know, she used to drive, um, oh, Bluey. Bluey was a 56 Chevy, Bel Air. And she would drive it, and, you know, people would be passing her up. You know, she'd drive like five miles per hour. And people would be passing her up, and she'd be like, that's all right, go on around me. She'd be like, you're going around me. I'll meet you at the light. And, you know, by damn, she <laughs> did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they be flying, you know, they they go on, and pass. she be like, go around, man, I'll meet you at the light, and she used meet them at the light. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> this is serious, real, much love to you, nanny, I love you much, but this is real talk, and she, and, as a little girl, I remember that, and she would always, they would always meet, it. now, they done sped off, like, maybe, <laughs> listen, uh, that, yeah, and they already, and she, and she rose up on the red light, and she doesn't have to sit at the red light, it's long, so the yeah. deal, everybody is rushing, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. She don't even barely have to take her foot off, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. everybody's rushing and hurriedly trying to get somewhere. Everybody's yeah. hurriedly trying to do, hey, we need to sit down and, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, slow it down. Reasonably think. Reasonably take a take a breath. You know what? Take a time out. Exactly. Yeah. I made some bacon earlier. It was so crunchy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that that pig. <laughs> you got a ticket? No, I no.
2: <laughs> he said, did I get a ticket?
1: <laughs> said, no. no, I no. I fried some bacon early. I kind of burnt it up a little bit. It's kind of crispy. And he's like, did oh. you get? Pu-. He said, did you, he said, did you get pulled over? It's more like bacon
0: bacon <laughs> strip not the, not bit. The, not the pig, the swine um, with the bass. She's talking about the oink oink, and <laughs> she fried it. No disrespect. <laughs> She fried a little crispy. All I needed some salad to go with it. You
1: need a little bit oh. <laughs> more like bacon strip bits. Oh,
2: okay,
0: okay. It's all good. I I was
1: really working. I was working. You know, I'm I'm you know, working on getting things together. I was trying to make all my contacts. You know, I want to put all the leaders together. It, I'm getting so many different leaders and so many different community people. I don't know. It's like I don't know. I don't know if it's because maybe. Uh, People are just listening to the radio station, but I'm getting a lot of fo- people are following me on Twitter. I don't know. Mm. I mean, they're just so. I'm, I'm just thinking of the networking. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's, it's God's way. Uh, well, you know, no, no disrespect to you now, but it's, it's just yeah. You know, my spirituality is too 'cause because I know he he, pull, he pulls through for me. I can't say what anybody else. But the deal is, what is it that we can do to collectively come together that we can calm it down? Reasonably sit down and write some things down Because I've been writing stuff down all day oh, mm-hmm. Let me give information Before I end this show without giving in So everybody out there with your pens and paper I'm going to go ahead And give this website Because I want you guys to Oh, a book to get This is a book I got to get It was also in a DVD And I've heard so many, many people tell me That it's a good book And I'm quite sure you probably already read it, Jake. It's called The Destruction of Black Civilization Yeah have Chancellor
2: Williams. Who is it by? I think it's by Chancellor Williams. Yeah, I have it. I haven't read it though. I got so many books in my library, man, it's like you know <laughs> but yeah, it's a, if I'm not mistaken, it has a like a drawing on the front that's a hand sketch. Um red, black yeah, and white. Yeah. What's red,
3: that? Black
1: and white.
2: You said something about black and white.
1: Yeah, it's red bl- the 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 book is red, black and white. It looks like a Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Well,
2: I'm. I'm gonna. Um. So much to read. There. And and the, remember, I mentioned this a few days ago that we spend. We have to spend. It behooves us just as much time trying to pay bills and help people as we do trying to re-educate ourselves on many of the notions that, that we have been taught. You know, it's kind of like a regular that. guy can just a girl can sit in a corner and read a regular book. We got to have like two libraries, one with half the lies, just to you know go in an interview or talk to a business person and play stupid, and then the other one with the truth. <laughs> well,
1: well, like, well, well, like Dr. Amos Wilson says, the only way, and you know, speaking on that African thing, you know how you said Africa is represented in a geo-natural, you know what? On the DVD it shows um, a, a, a tribal, a African tribal guy who has a plate in his mouth using a, a iPhone. <laughs> iPhone. Mm. You know how weird that looks? And you know what doctor yes. Dr Wilson says? He says we as we as black people can only be represented and can only exist as long as we are out of our minds. <laughs> Pretty much. He's mm-hmm. like, No, I mean literally out of our minds. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's how we have to be represented. It, it, yeah. you know, we have to be you know, as though
0: we're out of our minds.
1: And and, yeah, and but- that's how we have to cope. And then we kind of fit and some of us some of us do try to fit mm-hmm. And and that means we have to change ourselves and some of us changes. We change the way we live, the what car we drive, you know, you know, and to to give a to give that exterior that we are living better and that we are free, but we're not. Yeah,
2: a, a part of that change is that um, technology has changed to such an extent that even a person that is at the bottom of the rung needs a cell phone, meaning to get business done, to contact your family. For instance, with some African tribes that may, some are pretty rich, by the way, but many are struggling, right in the middle of a hut, in the middle of an African village with no running water, here comes a person with a cell phone. The cell phone isn't typically an indication of that person's success rate in terms of life, but it indicates, one, that phone companies are getting rich in Africa, too. They can't get food there, but we can sure get a cell phone to people. But the second thing is, a cell phone is a very important tool, a communications tool now. So if you're an African business person in a poor community, you want to do business with someone in America, you don't want to have to run ten miles and take an elephant and tie a message to a hummingbird <laughs>
3: yeah, okay. and
2: feed the, You, you got to get on your cell phone and say, "Yo, my brother, let's do this." I got the I you have know. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hey, <laughs> hold. On
0: send a tribe of elephants, hurry up yeah <laughs> yeah send a tribe
2: get it put some rims on them you know and... And, and, and,
0: yeah and make make sure you bring king lion <laughs> okay yeah. and
1: don't forget yeah. don't forget to put the hydraulics jump in yeah, up and yeah yeah hydraulics yeah
2: man
1: <laughs> and make sure it's a clean clean color and it's fresh with gold flakes
0: But bring the fingernail, lady, too, because you know I want to get my fingernails hooked up. Yeah, get them done. They'll come out. We know know the pierce is already here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Society is moving so fast, you know. And there's no disrespect, by the way, to people living with elephants who are not into technology. That's an an awesome life. Sometimes I can't wait till I retire so I can just be on a beach chilling with, you know, dolphins and my children and throw the cell phone you in
1: can the water. Come. But we're I'll be the
0: Danny. I'll, I'll read the stories. Can I come, please? Bring me. Bring me. Yeah, yeah. Who
1: would you like <laughs> to go. Uh, by, the, by the way, speaking on the elephant tips, okay, no disrespect, no animals were harmed in this uh, segment of this show. Oh, no, because we don't want Peter so, up on us. That'll be on. No, but you know what? I can't even glorify the, the you know, because we don't even want to get it on there. You know what? Because there is... There is uh animal cruelty going on when it comes to circuses and so forth. You know, I had to really get down with that. That's the same thing, kind of sort of like the diamond thing. It's like, look, people, look, people, Barnum, Bailey, and Barnum, Barnum, and Bailey circus, uh, uh-uh, yeah. uh, uh. You know what? That's another form of, uh, that's abuse. Elephants, elephants do not dance on their feet. They don't stand on two legs. They're not, they're not made to do that. They're made to, like, walk on all fours. They're not supposed yeah. to dance. We're tutus. And lions and tigers don't jump through rings of fire and see see, what is it? Sigmund, Sigmund for it. See, you know, no disrespect, much love to them, love those guys. But the deal is this, okay. It had to come a time that you realized that the the, the king of the jungle. Yeah, okay? he got died. Hello?
2: He, that you know lion what? said, look, check this out, people. Y'all mess with me one more time and it's on. One more. And they push their luck. I mean, I you know, that I feel bad that the brother got jacked up like that. You know, heart goes out to him. But that's what the brothers feel like in the hood. In fact a comedian talked about that, Cat Williams. I don't know if you all yeah, oh, my goodness, yeah. he talks about if you're a lion, you, you know, tiger in the in the in the zoo and people keep messing with you, shooting okay. pictures and one day some little one crazy day, woman decides great. to hop over that fence. Oh man. Hello? This is, is on not a drill. Okay? This, is this is not, is a, not a drill. Be <laughs> <You guys laughs> back home. Will you... Real you guys... neat.
1: Oh, man. I like That's my favorite. Cat Williams is all. Check it out on YouTube. It's about the tigers. That's right. Yeah, he's... yeah. And, and you know what? If the... you could hear what they were thinking. Yes, they are sitting back.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: And
1: they're watching. And they're watching. And they know they have speakers and amplifiers. They all yeah. And they, they don't they know even know they're
2: tigers it's... anymore.
1: Okay. It's like, I'm not a tiger. <laughs> I'm not a tiger. I'm, I'm really, a koala. Have you ever thought a tiger and you know it's what? Pretty, 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 much that's how I feel. You know, I think as as people, you probably like, am I? Am I yeah. Am I? Am I gonna make it? Is this gonna? Yeah. You know what? And that's why we're here to in, in, inspire, because you know you inspire too about positivity and keeping your head up, and you know, saying everybody has their own way of doing it, but it's all just to empower and to give you know someone else hope. And encouragement, and let someone else know that I did it. You can do it too. I'll show you the way. Pretty much, this pretty, pretty much how we do it. You know, um, we make it happen that way. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. represent for the time. It is now. It is now 1:12 in the a.m. It is uh, July what 25th, 2012. You're live on Genus Groove Theory, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. You're out here with uh, Jay. As well as three with the T, Cortez just stepped on in. He made it in coming in from from a uh, he was at Footlocker. So you guys, mm. you guys want to take a water break?
2: Me, I don't want a water, but if you want one, go for it. It's cool. I was just gonna say when Cat dissed the Hispanic folks, though, it kind of let me down because Hispanic folks originally, other than the Moors from Africa, Hispanic folks down in Mexico were the first people there. So Cat went off in a comedy routine, telling them to go back to Mexico and stuff, and that was kind of ignorant because the region he was in belonged to the to the people he was with You know what I mean?
1: Oh really? Oh like yeah, that?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. And I have a lot of Hispanic friends. So I'm telling you, from DR and Puerto Rico and Mexico, so me mi, mi Padre, you know, él español. All my ese, what's up? You know, Cat, Cat better watch out.
1: <laughs> well, well, pretty much. You know what? I heard be on that shit. I heard he be on that shit. So since he be on that shit, you know, I know, you know, you never hear me curse. I had to say that. I'm I mean, Hispanic people shit. roll. They roll thick. We roll. It's by
2: two or three of us. You got about four hundred of them. You don't want to mess with Hispanic people.
1: <laughs> uh, actually, you don't want to mess with the Samoans. <laughs>
2: you know. Yeah, people. yeah.
1: Uh, well, you know what, Cat Williams. You know, he'd be on a good one, I guess. You know, sometimes a comedian can be funny. Some things are not funny. Something should be left, you know, on the cutting board, and something should be presented. But he does have a lot of realistic things that he touches oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You
2: know Nobody's awesome? perfect, you know. Hopefully he learns, or but he's you know gonna have to awesome? write some beans up in his booty in a minute.
1: You know who's awesome though to check out, and he's old school, Paul Mooney. Oh, he's a cut up. Oh yeah, must, he's too hot. To.
2: People ain't ready for him. He's just raw. He doesn't even, you know, like Dave Chappelle says his stuff. But it's kind of double-entranded. Sometimes you got to think about it, and he quivers it. Mooney just lets you know straight right in your face. I mean, that dude is serious. He isn't as big as he should be, I think, because he doesn't care. He's just like, I'm just telling it like it is. He don't care about it. If you don't like it, you can just kiss off. He's, he's, he's big brother, big brother. <laughs>
1: but he is big, just to let you know, because we do have somebody who wants to touch in, and I think we know who it is, but... Just to let you know, Paul Mooney is big. He has. Oh, been. I didn't say he isn't big. I said he isn't as big as he could be or should be. Oh uh, no, he in, in the, on the download. See, he he he's been writing. He's been writing for Richard Pry. He's been writing forever. You know, he's been around for me. And I think he was in black- you know, Those black uh, black. Oh, let's not. You know, those, those black movies. Those uh. <laughs> oh, you know the clear clear Jones
0: and. Bobby Brown.
2: Oh, huh? you mean black black exploitation movies?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is what is what okay. is what is the name of it? Say it again.
2: Black exploitation. Those where they take a, like a black topic and kind of hype it up and it becomes profitable.
1: Oh, look, Cortez. My son Cortez has You want to say it? My son Cortez says he thinks. Oh, say it again. He, he thinks he 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 isn't as big as he as he should be. Because he's he's too real
2: Yeah, yeah, he keeps it raw He doesn't give a rat's ass, he's just telling it He's just like a person that's telling the truth But that's funny
1: Exactly, and that's where my humor comes from Because just sitting around and listening And looking at the comedy that goes around me Sometimes I just, I go into that
0: And yeah, he's real, mm-hmm. he's
1: keeping it real Just like he said about that. <laughs> you see the one where he was talking about He was in a carlo with uh, five white people And he was in the back seat And he he wasn't even doing anything, and the cop pulled him over, and they asked him for his driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. like, oh.
2: he was like I Living oh, no. while black. That's what it is, living wild, black.
1: <laughs> okay, no, well, uh, actually, they made him get out the car, and they asked, uh, from what he said, the police officers asked uh, the people in the car, you know, were they all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that lets you know pretty much where we stand. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. his, um I'm gonna go ahead and play something actually for uh let let's say uh something real uh, mellow something good and something empowering that's what we'll do I'll play something and we'll go for a little break let's I need to get me uh, some water it's about that time so oh let's chime on in wait a minute I got that card. you're
2: water and not a forty right
1: oh no I'm not smoking a
2: plug I don't want you to come back talking
1: about yes I. What are you talking about? I got the eight ball rolling. <laughs> no, no, none of none of that. I'm I'm purely purely cool tonight. Hold on, let's say okay. hello. <laughs> hello? 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 hello. Hello. Oh, yep. He has hello, brother. Oh, you have a lot of interference in the background. So if you're, mm, text me. And let me know. He that that's him. He's you know he's in that. Okay. In He's hauling ass up that uh, five, probably up to five or back down five up North California or back or, you know, what he does. So I'll touch back in with him in a minute, see if he can clear some of that uh, interference in the back.
2: If he has a CB in his truck, maybe there's some interference from the CB uh, radio with his cell phone. The two might, you know, he might be picking up some of that. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't think he has a CB, but I do know he has a, a cell phone and... Uh, let's, let me see if I can touch my in. Okay. On.
2: Hello? Hey,
5: hey it's, the, it's the motor. It's not the CB. It's the motor. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, hey. I got, I got like a, uh, one of the biggest truck motors, and it's so loud. But I'm getting a new mm-hmm. truck next week, so it don't matter. You, I won't have to go through this no more. I'll uh, pick up two. Mail one to me. <laughs> hey, that that thing about the hippopotamus with headcaps, that was pretty
1: funny. Oh, but yeah. brother and that is as funny yeah. as what you told me some years ago when uh, we had a, remember the lady who lived on our street, the African lady who had all those kids and uh they had broke out one of mom's lights and I was I was gonna go down there and tell her something and you was like, you know, don't go down don't go down there messing with someone who can kill an elephant with a gun. You remember that? You remember telling me that <laughs> 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 That's you think yeah. You know that you, you got that memory's too good. Yeah, she remembers okay. all the
5: stuff you did
2: too, maybe. Uh, oh
5: yeah, hey, I'm, hey, gonna hey, remember yeah everything,
1: I'm gonna remember everything that Jay did too. <laughs> I'm
2: not gonna <laughs> wow. work. Okay. We got Okay. We're about to bribe you.
1: So hello Wow. Hey, hey,
5: hey, how you doing? I've been I've been listening to you guys since about twelve thirty. Okay and uh you know, I, I I just wanted to say hi to you and uh, support the station. You know, uh, I lied, I gave up all my other radio stations to hear you guys late at night. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, Gina.
1: Well, thank you very much. Uh, you, so yeah, I find
5: I, I, I find Jay pretty, he's pretty uh he's pretty knowledgeable. He's a pretty wise guy. Uh, I I I know he that East Coast he's got that East Coast accent. So I know he's from back east somewhere. So you know. It's it's amazing. Wait, go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say, actually, he has a lot Uh, of stuff in him. He has a lot of stuff in him, too, like, you know, like us.
5: Well, no, that that, that, that enlightens other people. You see, the thing is, knowledge is power. Without knowledge, we have nothing. You know, a a lot of us, a lot of people, what they do, I don't know if you can hear me. I hope you can. Uh, A lot of people, what they do, they just settle for what they see. But it's a lot more than it 's a lot more behind the scenes that they need to know, so what yeah. you once you free them up, then they're able to act just like we were talking about the other day. you know back back in the sixties, the hippies had the right idea when they didn't like something government would was, was doing, they would go and protest and they would sit on the line, and they would just just be a nuisance until government would hear them and and, and that's what we need to do now. we need to start sitting on some lines we need to start taking up some government space and letting them hear us so they they, they can start moving on things that we need done.
2: Yeah, that's true. A part of what the challenge, well, one of the challenges is that many of us won't do that because we think that our representatives in politics are doing it for us when in reality it doesn't need to be happening, you know.
3: Uh, We
5: may have become
2: complacent well you know they they're out
5: they're out the fat in their own pockets, they're not really worried about us we're we're just numbers out here,
0: and you know and it's
5: and it's really a shame because a lot of our people are too lazy to vote and a lot of our people are voting just to be voting and 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 we we got so much going on that if we jumped on the right track and we did it in numbers, we could yeah. make some things happen but oh, one yeah, thing yeah. you know. One thing, one thing I admire other races for. They'll stick together like this. Chinese will come over here and would want to get here, and he open this house for the next ten, and all of a yeah. sudden, them be in there, and, and and they'll pitch together and buy a car for one, and 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 then
2: you know they, they work together. They work they together. They own one grain of rice, and in ten years, uh, they own the rice company.
5: Come on, come on,
2: and, and, and us uh, we, one
5: one gets one penny more than the other one. We got an envy thing going. Now we hate each other, you know. And, yeah. and that, that, we got to get past that because that, mm-hmm. that that that's holding us back. Because I I, I believe in my whole heart and wholeheartedly, I, and I'm not racist at all. I love everybody. I believe wholeheartedly that it's not a matter of hatred towards the blacks It's a matter of fear. The fear is. That they, they know that the black man, his brain is just phenomenal. And they know yeah. that just like he is the athlete, he's powerful in the head. And they know yeah. that if if they don't keep putting us down, we're going to overtake them. They know that. Yeah, well, so that's, well, in reality, that's
2: so true. See, they are children. So think, we, everything is African, go. meaning everybody comes from us. To keep a black man down is like keeping the planet down because our vibration is what, well, and the female. But first, I think there was the female vibration, because everything starts off with similar female genes in when it comes to sex until later on when the fetus starts to develop. But if you can keep the black family down, in particular the lion in the family, then the woman can be hustling and struggling, et cetera. So, yeah, there's definite fear, fear of a black man, fear of a black planet. Um, and it's sad, because there's nothing to fear. It's just, you know, bring the family together. That's on point.
5: Well, 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 you know, well, you know, just like I was saying to my sister Regina the other day, I was saying, "Black man, he's done so much. He created the air conditioning. He created open heart surgery. He created the light bulb element. He
2: created so much. Just yeah, imagine he created if he wasn't." Coptic Christianity. Well, go ahead, go ahead, come on. And he created Horus. He created Horus, which was a deity. Horus was not an actual physical being. Horus was a deity in the sky that some Egyptian groups celebrated. From Horus, we got Jesus. But it's hard to tell my parents that because they have been brought up for so long under the notion that Jesus literally was flesh and blood as opposed to a deity named Horus. And even Horus wasn't the original. Horus was a copy of Jesus He's from another yeah. region.
5: Yeah. Regina? But,
2: but, but that's, yeah, bre- yeah, but that's bre- a point many people may not agree on, but as long as we know we got to help our people, some of our, you know, different religious differences, we can work through. My mother won't believe what I just said, but never. Well, we still get along, you know. She talks to me and we have our good off, and when she visits, I cook her food, so it's all love. Well, the Bible, the
5: Bible states every man has a choice. So you know, no matter what you might think or what I might think, or you know, at the end of the ball game we all come together. You know, everybody yeah. serves God in their own way, and you know I, I don't believe that this universe is the way it is to be separate uh, to separate us. So yeah. you know, if if you believe in the harness or you believe the way that, you know, and that's that's on you. That's between you and God. That's not that for me to judge. So, you know, that's one thing that I've learned in being a pastor. I don't judge anybody for anything. Because when you get to judge your people, what makes you think that you're so
2: right? Wow. Yeah. But also, not only that, though, but if we extrapolate, for instance, let's say there are two groups of people with different perspectives on religion, but both groups are getting beat down police brutality, homelessness, unemployment, children stressed out, parents stressed out, then it behooves both those groups to say, look, we ain't fighting over the other stuff because when I die, I'm going to my maker and when you die you're going to yours. How about if we work this stuff out now? And that's what Chinese people and Jews and and Indians from India have worked out basically and Koreans. But we haven't. So then they come in and own the nail salon, and
3: the hair salon and the Chinese. Jay, ho- yeah.
1: hold, on, yeah. my, hold on, Jay, um, um, brother, when when in between, say, say when you're not talking, I, I don't know if Dominic showed you the mute button, when, when yeah. uh, you're not speaking, just push the mute button, because I won't hear, we won't hear the feedback, pardon me. Oh, uh, hold uh, push the mute button or you? Oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you. Because
5: you
2: not so then, okay. he won't know when you're about to
0: talk, she might cut you off. Oh, okay.
2: So, yeah,
1: okay. So okay. when you're not talking, just push the mute button and just come in with, you know. You know what
2: I mean.
3: Okay. If All right. go ahead
1: right. and for what time it is. It is now 1.27 AM. You're live with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. You're out here with Jay and Bishop my brother Bishop Brett as well. Uh we're representing Kirk XRW, your community connection internet radio station. We're talking about some serious stuff like we always do. You know what? Uh the guy uh, who was out there last night he asked me, he's like, What is the topic of conversation? Can we ever stay on a topic? <laughs> Can we ever you say about a, it,
2: the guy last night?
1: Yeah, the, the English, uh, well, yeah. well, he asked, uh, you know, what was this, what was the topic of conversation? And he was like, what is this, the topic, you know, of the show? And I was like, well, then I'm like, now I'm thinking about it, it's like, uh, do we ever stay on a topic? I don't the think topic, so. You're asking if we have a
2: topic tonight that we're covering?
1: No, that's what he asked me last night when he came on. He was like. Oh,
2: I got you. Okay, what what's the, the topic? topic? All right.
1: And I'm like, uh, do we ever stay on topic? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Well,
2: I think your show seems to be the big topic is getting to truth to help people generally, meaning how can we help people? If it's one tactic, meaning people need to think another way about homelessness or racism, and your show has people with slightly different perspectives on some themes, but the big goal topic is, Freeing people from the pain they're going through Whether in this economy or in another So it covers so many aspects Because there are different tricks and tactics used And some of it isn't tricks Some of it is just one thing works for white culture And it may not work for us And some things that work for us may not work for them you know. So yeah, your topic is basically freeing people Empowering people you
3: know? Well just
1: to, just to touch on that um, uh, well, Like the DVD said uh, okay, pretty much as far as the gangsters that we were talking about, alright, uh, the way he put it down, the way Omar put it down, pretty much uh, all the, you know, someone said something about mafia doesn't exist anymore, there's no mob, there's no, but we know that it is, but if there's no mob, and you know, like, where did they all go? Well, all of the all of the gangsters, they went into the police department and into the city uh, official, being city official. So, all of the people, and the way he brought, broke it down was all of the people who were responsible for hanging and killing, you know, a lot of us, and you know, you know, us uh, succumbing to, you know, our 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 death, uh, are now uh, have the right to shoot us to death. Mm. And the deal is this: uh, much much death. You know what? I guess you know I did touch KJLH. I hear KJLH. Uh, it's uh, kindness, of it. enjoyment. It's Stevie Wonder's radio station. I I don't know if I touch if. if they were. I did touch them on Facebook. They're on my Facebook. Um, but from my understanding, I got a call today, a text. I do believe it's from uh, Brother Todd. I do believe about um, him. They were they had on KJLH the issue about the new gun laws that have been put in effect. And I have, yet, other than that DVD, and you know that's where I got it from. Did I hear anybody touch on that? So uh, just a shout out to TV Wonder. Apparently someone uh, could have been, I don't know, uh, because Makamichi is one of my friends on Facebook as well. He's one of the uh, radio hosts there. Uh, Maybe he tuned in, listened in, and checked out our show. Because pretty much they had the whole gun law issue. That they have, you know, the the concealed weapon in the 28th state. Yeah, they had that on KJLH today. So much that apparent, I'm touching. Because, come on, that's like a shot in the dark. You know, I just just touched this, what, was it last night? or what, Was it last night, night before last? Now, Stevie Wonder's radio station, which is KJLH, is touching it about the gun laws that have been put in effect for the concealed weapons in the 28 states, which you know it is not because, wait a minute, they took all the guns out of our community, out of the yeah. hands of criminals. So you already know that 28 states that have been... Uh, officially allowed to carry concealed weapons, you know that that weapons not for you and it's not for me.
2: Yeah, there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. And the letter of the law says you can't do something, but the spirit of the law says that you can unless you're from a certain community. It it was like that, you know, for, for so long, you know. Um but on a on a on another positive note, you and your brother, it's great to see you all communicating. And having such a strong bond, because I don't have one sibling, well, maybe one, my sister, that, you know, I might talk to her once every month, you know, she calls, I call, but we don't have a close bond at all. Our family has been so broken up by various pressures exerted from different angles. But you and Big Brother have a good thing going on, so I can live vicariously through you all, knowing that, you know, children can get along. <laughs> and my kids do, so I guess that's that's another good uh, uh he
3: experience.
2: <laughs> Yeah he took off his special he effects eyes. now. I was used to that background noise now it's getting boring. He was he brought on the Star Trek effect. What's up, Big well
1: Hey okay brother when you, you get you could talk when you a- Yeah,
5: yeah, I, I I took it and put it on view. Uh you know you know one thing, uh when you were talking about that they, they have a permit to, you know, kill us, it's not just us, it's every you know, it's our races right now because um just in Anaheim uh, they killed two Spanish guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys looked at the news. Uh, I did. But to... Anaheim, they, they, in, in the last years, they've killed over thirteen people, and what? they and they weren't they weren't armed. The police
1: and they hey, weren't just... armed. Okay. are you are you looking at that? Well, uh.
2: No, I hadn't heard, heard that story at all. Okay, check it out
5: in Anaheim. I, 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 it's one city from me, and right now they they had like two hundred people marching on City Hall, and and you know and jumping at the police, threatening the police, and oh, it is a big mess down here. Yeah, check oh, it out. Hold on,
2: is that, the, is that the one where the Hispanic folks were picketing and they sent a dog at a pregnant woman? No, 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 not that, not that one. A this is the one where they killed
5: a young Spanish guy. That uh, they okay. they told him to, you know, uh, put his hands up, and he put his hands up. They shot him in the leg, and then, uh
2: okay.
5: then then they told him to get up, and then they blew his head off.
2: Wow.
5: So,
1: oh, and they, they, had, with, okay. they had
5: eyewitnesses mm-hmm. oh, uh, yes, uh, well, yeah. I
1: just, well, I just I got the text about twelve forty. What do you think about what's going on in Anaheim City Police shooting? I think this is what is. I just got this text at 12:47 from my brother Todd out there. Yeah, he asked me, "What do we think about it? What do we think about the, the Anaheim City uh, Police shooting?" I'm just uh so just hearing it right now. As you know, just hearing it right now. So, I mean, uh, okay, okay. So, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, if, if in fact, you know, I'm trying not to get on uh, too many. Uh, I so what? They had a video. They had a video.
2: What's that video of the incident? it
1: happened It happened yesterday? Sweet uh, said they have video. They have video?
2: YouTube? Or YouTube? Generally, it seems as though, you know, the killing of black and Hispanic people by law enforcement, even though the numbers will be much lower than how many people die in a car accident, the psychological impact of knowing that no matter what black or Hispanic man you are, you can be an actor like the brother they killed at a Halloween party. Um, The psychological impact is slavery, meaning, you know, if a police pulls over, if they want, they can shoot you, and they will probably get a promotion. So the numbers of people that are killed in police brutality incidents, it infuriates many of us, and some people don't understand why, because not only should that person not be dead, and not only should law enforcement be enforcing laws, not killing people, executing them on the street without a trial, but the fear puts in the hearts of a community knowing that you really have no rights. I mean, you, you no rights. If you can be killed on the street for no reason. So, the, so these incidents really, you know, in New York we have it also. They killed Anthony Baez. He had a football, and it hit a police car, and the cop came out and choked him to death. Uh, and then they punished the mother by putting a firehouse right next to her house to disturb her all hours in the night. Of course, Amadou Diallo, um, I actually heard the gunshots and the pauses and met some of his people. So it's it's continuing warfare, physical warfare, but also uh, psychops, it's called, psychological warfare and psychological operations on us. And it it won't stop unless someone like President Obama, for example, has the tenacity and sows some... You know, ball's back on. He'll talk about other folks dying, but when we die, he doesn't have much to say. So, you know, I originally supported him. I was all out celebrating, and now it's like, you know, if they can kill us tonight and tomorrow and yesterday and before they we're born, they're already killing us. What's Obama doing? And I see really nothing. He He's going to have a beer summit possibly with the killer. Invite him over for, for some watermelon and beer and, uh, and have some talks with Professor Gates like he did when the cop harassed his friend. You know, it's frustrating. These incidents only bring in my brain a flood of other concepts. You know, it's like one thing leads to man, other wounds, you know, for the brothers like me that have been beat down by cops for no reason, when you're teens, et cetera. This just keeps opening up this door, and it's called post-traumatic stress disorder. Most of the brothers probably don't even know they have it, and they're suffering from it. Leading to emotional problems and problems with the girlfriend and problems with the kids, you know. So yeah, man, they just killing us as examples to that they can kill us. We are just like, you know, elephants with tusks running around and they want to shoot one, they just shoot it. And then other people come along, well, you know, you shouldn't have looked at the cop that way. Maybe you shouldn't have been breathing, he was offended. We don't know. Like, what are you talking about? Great. Craziness, man.
1: Uh- I don't know how I can incorporate this DVD. I got to get this DVD to you so you can check this DVD out. DVD out cuz um I I I I'm I'm thinking um I, I'm going to figure I'm going to see if Cortez can uh, some kind of way get I want to get you this DVD so you can check it out ASAP. Uh it, it's kind of giving you it, it it's what you and Brett, what you and Brett were talking about uh you know what last week about uh you know uh I mean, it's just about what the media presents to each side from East Coast to West Coast and from North to South to different country to different country, and as well as uh, what the broad scope is. You know, a lot, the DVD is just an awakening to me because I saw it all, but because I suffered from uh, paranoid schizophrenia, I thought maybe I was being a little bit, you know, just like you guys were talking about the uh, the weather situation, them changing the weather and the, you know, the thought of, you know, other beings. Remember the, the things you guys were Kind of, you know, like putting it out there that it may seem kind of strange, but yeah, all all of it is just like when you see the DVD, you're gonna be like, wow, you know, damn, I thought all that, and damn, I saw that, but damn, you know, uh, so I'm not the only paranoid schizophrenic, you know, but at least one thing I can say, uh, in 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 when you see the names on the uh, credits that scroll, you have a uh, Danny Elfman who worked on this DVD as well. Um, you have scholars and you have people who affluent. Are, are you know, just letting you know, pretty much you gonna have to wake up. It's it's it, it's it's a it's a it's a, a large it's 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 a it's a meticulous it's a meticulous plan that has been set forth uh, from the first from the first ship the first ship sale from the first ship sailed with the first hope it was already designed. See, it's just like it's just like a say how you have a gold digger. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's business. It was it was pretty much business. Like I said, that free labor too. Um, and just like just like uh, young women, and just like he also said, marriage is a business as well. And so that's why he spoke on not to no disrespect, but you know, keeping it in your race because uh, marriage is a business. He spoke. Omar said this: uh, marriage is a business. That's why it's best to keep it in your own race because if you don't. Say you have say him being a black man, he died and he had twenty million dollars and he was with a white woman. He said, "Do you think that she's gonna go and drop off twenty dollars in the hood for him, for <laughs> the homies?" I was like, "Whoa, deep. deep." Okay, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta incorporate that to you. I don't, I don't know where I'm gonna figure out how to incorporate that to you, but in in, okay. in respect, it's a broader it's a broader scheme, it's a broader plan, and it, it I mean it was set, you know, just like what Sweet, Sweet just said, you know, it's kind of just like the gold digger girl. Just uh, okay, put it in the scope of the gold digger girl. Okay, mm-hmm. you know the gold digger girl. She doesn't want to be with anybody who doesn't have anything. She wants to be with the flashiest, the classiest, the most, you know, the most loud, spoken loud, seen. Uh, in even no matter what she has to do, uh, to you know be with the who has the money. So okay, mm-hmm. that's the gold digger girl. So you look at it. You look at the scheme of okay, how how this plan was. Okay, I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna get this free. Real- because you know what? Like I said, just like with Mercedes, South Bay Mercedes. I say. 196 was just part. Part 2100 was labor. The deal is, they estimated this shit out. They probably didn't even have, pardon me, have accounts, you know, on the mm. shit But, you know, they estimated this out like this. Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. They knew how much money they are going to make, and they're still making money off the Congo. They're still making money, making money, making money on free labor. So, they estimated, yeah. you know, they overhead. I mean, look, the ones who, like us, you know, ne- uh, black, Native American, uh, the people of color. This is what i say. The people of color, you know, we, we had a disadvantage from the gate. Okay? I do understand that. Not to say that anybody should do anything that's illegal. The case is we had a disadvantage. Okay? But then you have someone who has extra, 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 extra advantage from the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Now, like I said, that, I mean, just like I tell anybody, to start a business, I watched my mom. We watched our mom do it. When my mom started, my mom was a, she was an entrepreneur. She she created things. She did other. She learned new things. To she uh, she always said, you never know when you might you know have to you know, leave that job. Even though she retired after thirty six years, she always kept that mindset. So and I you yeah. know wonder about her. Not Brett. I wonder. I used to wonder about mom. But then also what she was saying is I always keep a keep a corner a, a hole in the p- pocket. A, what is it? A bird in the basket. And yeah,
2: be two in the bush.
1: <laughs> thinking about Kyrie when he said that. <laughs> that was yeah. so funny when he said bird in it. With his a twenty seven year old so he's like bird. I was like, well, you, what you want? What granddad are you? I know. And when you, you heard, heard start, that, how old are you? No young no, people I mean, Yeah, to you know. I my niece's husband. He's like twenty seven, and he has said it. You know, when I was on the radio station about a couple of months ago, he said, though, "Yeah, bird." I was like, what are you? Like what old man? you Said it. It just struck me. But yeah, exactly. You know, you always got to keep something in the corner pocket, and also to staying ahead. Got to stay ahead. So right now. Right now, we're ahead because we're talking about it. We're dealing with it. We're already networking. Once I shoot the DVD, and my brother hasn't totally looked, even though he was here Sunday, he didn't totally look at it in its entirety. And, you know, I have a lot of, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you know, uh, it was all kinds of issues. There were other lives lost. We're talking about right now, see, because what, 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 you know, the kids talked about the Willie Lynch letter. I, I haven't got out into detail, but, you know, I know the scope of the Willie Lynch. Well, this DVD is the Willie Lynch. Of 2012, and what's going to be your future for the 2013? And pretty much estimated, we got a couple of years with an extra little grace period that we can kind of get it together and save ourselves, pretty much, because it's going to be open season. And pretty much all over, like he says, Claude says, all over the nation, it's 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 you you got validation because uh, you have Jewish people killing black people. You have you know eh, it's all over. You know the it it, it the news. History is pretty much laying it out for you. It's gonna be everybody. He 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 said keep this word in your in your recla- vocabulary and remember it. He said conservatism. And he explained that he said now conservatism. He said it was what his grandma used to say, and she had a three, uh, third grade education. He was like it's the new word for anti blackism And with that, it's gonna be open house, and that's what he talked about the. And the fluctuation of immigrants, the wrapping of, uh, you know, wrapping themselves in our, you know, without our baggage, all of that. And then also, too, I, I've i been thinking for the past, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, three, four years, you know, filling out applications, you know, where it says race. Now, I've been having, you know, you know how you just get this little feeling, like, you know, well, for the past few years, I, where it says race, you know, I, I've opted out not to uh, put black or, you know, because pretty much, there's not even a there's not a listing for us, Brett. Right, right? You have Panamanian. You have we have Creole. We have French. We have you know. Uh, you're Panamanian. I'm Bahamian. Right? So, Okay. So we got all these. If there's island Pacific, Mediterranean, whatever the case may be, there's not there's not a box. But then I noticed that the last little block on every one has a box that says non or non Hispanic or Hispanic. Now. You know, it troubled me. So I just start putting other, or I just start putting Island Pacific. You know, I was I was even tempted to put it as a, 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 a Gucci or you know, a witch, <laughs> a witch warlocker. But no, you know, I'm like, okay, i have just been checking others. And that non that non non Hispanic box. You know, I just didn't figure out what it was. Mm. I saw it put it like this. Remember that word I said earlier about subplanting? They plan yeah. on planting. You okay, put it to you like this on the on the uh population level, okay, you have the first white, right, and then black, and then you have Hispanic and then Trinkles on down, right, native the island okay, but you know you've been the number two, we have been the number two population for what four hundred years, number two, yeah white and black, white, black, all right, that's the planning thing that I was talking about. With those people kind of the fluctuation of the immigration that's going to come over here who are going to wrap themselves in our misery without our baggage who can speak bilingual and all the extra and work for cheaper prices and not cry about, you know, the sun being too hot. The case is, okay, so just think of it like this. We have been the number two position. Well, in the next few years, he has to make two thirteen, 13, uh, give or take a, a year or two. Uh, we're going to be number four because of that non, and they show it, that non-Hispanic Hispanic, have been seeing on those applications? Oh, my goodness. They, they are initiating and putting white Hispanics. Have you guys noticed? Have you guys even noticed? You know, I mean, and they broke it down. I was like, what? Okay, so now they're going to have, it's going to be like a white then it's going to be white, Hispanic. Then it's going to be, we're going to be number four. And he said, well, if you didn't get nothing at two, what the hell do you think you're going to get in for? At
2: four. <laughs>
1: Supplanting. Uh. Conservatism. That means that if you ain't got, if you don't have, you better get. If you don't if you don't keep on to what you got, you're gonna, you ain't going to have nothing. You know, that's yeah. what his grandmama said. That's what conservatism. It's going to be the new thing for anti black he said there are so many organizations and groups out there, in his, black his, all kinds of people out there organizing and getting ready for this race war. Not too much, want to buy on that too much, but it is a lot of organizations out here. And these people are just, you know, putting out hate. Now, but this is what I want to say, you know, because Sweet is sweet, and, and we all love all people. But to keep it real, people who are prejudiced, I don't care what color they are, there ain't nothing you can tell them that's going to make them like the people that are prejudiced against. And that's our own black people who are prejudiced against on black people and you know what another yeah. fact too another fact we um, we black black people black men have been the only race that has been the largest uh, the largest no nothing the, the largest black on black crime I mean you know how you have a heart attack and you have cancer exists? well yeah. black on black it was tied fire. over Farrex and all these of
2: killing us, yeah. The number one killer of black men is black men. It's
1: black men.
2: But th- that's um that's this is like deja vu what's going on right now because I had this talk in a dream. Um this the the issue it's almost like programming a person to do something and they actually do it. Which is called psychopsy It's a form of warfare. Uh, a lot of the brothers They are clueless on their history, their culture, Um, and so when we talk about having self-determination, to have self-determination, you have to be able to think for the self, think for yourself. The self is right there. The brothers committing these types of things on each other, even shooting a white guy, no matter who you're shooting, they don't have that sense of self-determination, but also in many in desperate situations. I think it's a volatile, you know, mix having somebody that's ignorant of who they are with access to a gun and they're hungry. And they want rims. I mean that's like, you know, okay, just watch your back. They'll they'll shoot their the kids. And this is also similar to what happened to the brother, the Hispanic or Spanish, Afro Spanish brother that they just shot Manuel I found his name, uh, Manuel Diaz. It's a similar thing. You know, on one side you have uh, police officers. Not all, by the way. I know some really good cops. One of my um, teachers was a retired cop, really nice guy. Same with FBI. There's some cool FBI agents, but they're stuck in a situation that they can't fix. Um, but the cops on one side that can abuse Hispanic or Afro-Hispanic black brothers and sisters, and on the other side is us getting the abuse, even if that number is of abuse is low. Even the word, if I can mention this, hispanic because I had remembered that Richard Nixon was the president that decided to push that concept into geopolitical sphere. But Hispanic is supposed to come from Hispanus, which is a Latin name given to a person from Hispania during Roman rule. But most Hispanic people that take that title, they're not really Hispanic. They're one of two, well, one of three things. Either they're Afro-Caribbean Spanish people, meaning African blood, mixed with some native Arawak Mm -hmm. or Lucayan or Taino.
1: Mayan. Mayan
2: Mayan in some cases from that part, even Aztec, Aztec, Inca, or they're Afro mixed with European blood when the Spanish came over, the Portuguese, or, or English blood. So the term itself is really a misnomer because you're just lumping people to separate them from real titles that would give the truth more vision. Because if brothers are saying, yo, I'm an Afro-Caribbean, that's cool. I'm an Afro-Spanish. Oh, yeah, I'm black and Spanish. All right, I understand that. I'm I'm not Afro. My people were strictly Taino and European. That's cool, too, because then you get the Taino culture or the Lucayan culture, Arawak culture, Mayan culture, some props. But they come up with something that's just fallacious. You know, I'm a white Hispanic. What's that? What's that mean? What's Hispanic Hello? mean? You, you from Rome? Your people from Rome? Really? You know, Hello? I mean, Hello? don't get me wrong. Some people do have Roman blood and somehow maybe some. Those
1: Roman are Spanish
2: people. Oh,
1: Spanish. Yeah. See, oh, yeah. And let me tell you, they're prejudiced and they're from Peru. And they're, let me tell you, and they are, pre- if you tell them, if you call a Spanish person, because my kids would I mean, i hey, they. Right in Hermosa Beach, right on the top of the ocean. I'm telling you, nothing but rich kids and rich people. The bottom line is, if you were to call them a Mexican, oh, or Hispanic, mm, they oh, they will get up in you, real serious because they take it as a they didn't swim over here. You know, they took a boat or I don't know how they got here, but you, well, everybody took a boat ride pretty much. But the case is, uh, if you if you disrespect them by because they're prejudiced against their own. And just a shout out to Father. Uh, the priest of the school, prejudice, prejudice too. You know, you can see. You know, I mean, come on. You know, I, I, I never saw. I mean, in a Catholic school, never saw so much. Oh my God. You know, I, I think Brett. I think my brother went uh, to one of the functions, one of the festivals, and oh, just so much. You know, just amongst each other. So it's like, you know what? So they're just they're kind of like the the New Orleans uh, uh, folks. You know, like you know, nanny. With the, you know, uh, everybody, dog-skinned people don't do nothing but keep a trouble. <laughs> you know what I He said, you know, dark skinned and she, she used to make us sit. Me and my brother was telling uh, my friend, I think it was Brian, we were telling him the story about how we were brought up, you know. You know, because we had to sit under the shade tree. You know, we had to hold our nose, we to hold our noses, we had to keep our mouths closed, we had to talk like this. We, you know, because your nose would be. I mean, she was a cut-up. She was a cut-up. So you have prejudice affects yeah. your own people. You have light-skinned people. And you know what? Back growing up, back in the day, you know, light-skinned people were the most most attractive people. You know, and a uh, shout out to you, Todd. I did get your uh, I did get your text. Uh, what he did send us, he sent that uh, the police are here to are supposed to be here to protect us, and uh, uh, they're killing us. And uh, you know what kind of then he put the F. He didn't put F U C K. He put F that. You know, and yeah, you know, I guess he's a little pissed. And everybody's a little pissed because. I mean, you know what? I'm getting to the fact like this. So, just like the guy here, the guy, my neighbor, who's giving me a hard time, uh, he went beating on the whole building. But well, last weekend before last, when the show kind of started off kind of abruptly, uh, he was beating on the walls. We called the police. The police came, knocked on the door, and he didn't open the door. They said they couldn't uh, kick it down. And this guy's big. He's huge. I mean, and when he was hitting on the walls, it shook the whole building. So I'm like saying, okay, so you guys can't go in there and get the guy, right? And, uh Like, no, he doesn't have to open his door. Well, he's in there. Well, no, we can't. That would be a violation of his... So, wait a minute. This guy has a problem with me and my manager, and we're girls. And he's already uh, whooped on the manager's husband that was before. You know, this guy has a... I mean, he's elbowing people. I mean, and he's huge. I mean, hoax, you know, "Mm, don't make me angry kind of big. So, I'm like, okay, so you couldn't go... So, I found that to be... Who are you guys protecting? We got three minutes. I'm gonna go ahead and end this 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 section of well this part of the show, and you guys just hang on out there, stay logged in because you know if you log out, can't get you back in. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and end this. This is July. Okay, you guys. I thank you guys for everything. Much much love. We're gonna continue this for another hour. I don't know. To cut you guys off, then we know. guys and ladies. What? Yeah, the guys and the ladies.
2: Okay, Okay, guys.
1: You guys just hang on. Hang on, if it cuts off, then, you know, we'll continue this conversation offline. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. We represent. All right, this is Genus Groove Theory. It's now July 25th, 2012. This is the end of this uh, this segment. We'll we'll carry it on past the uh, fourth hour if we get that opportunity. Much love and encouragement to all of you guys. Stay tuned. Keep abreast. Keep your community first. And uh, let's end the stigma of what color we are. Let's get to doing some real business, okay? Much love to all of you guys in a shout out. I ask myself this question all the time and I've been asking myself since I've been doing this work out here. I ask myself what can I do and what can I make myself better to help someone else. Here we go.